Welcome to Power Play. I'm B Zelda, but in Port Ruby, I'm known as Ulez Gali. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you would like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes. Or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to Power Play, uh, the the anti-penultimate episode of Power Play. Only three to go, uh, counting this one right here. Um, I'm Rick Budd, your Game Master, and these four incredible, brilliant, amazing people that you see before you are uh, B. Zelda, our Ulez Galley, Omar Najam, our Vion Vigor, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett, and Sam Delev, our Cadrax Ever Singer. And... Uh, as usual, I would like to start off by throwing special thanks to Jake, the amazing Jake Kyle, uh, who, who has made this show possible since uh, day one, since before day one, uh, and Lauren and the mods who keep everything uh, running and humming. Um, we love y'all. Uh, we, we've only been able to do this because of uh, awesome people like that behind the scenes. So thank you. And uh, your subs and your bitch help support Q Times. Uh, and all the amazing shows that they're doing on here, definitely go check out some of the other Q-Time shows. They've got that awesome Star Wars show going on now with Sam, and, and there's Blackness and Dragons, and there's all this cool stuff. Uh, and um, and your donations to the tip jar that you see there on the, the bottom, uh, they uh, go to uh, the people you see right here on screen. That is our Feed the Cast Fund, as always. And uh, he, to... You know, as usual, we have some rewards. Here's how they work. I know how... To, I, I can read. I don't know why. Um... If we get to fifty dollars, uh, the team gets a point of community determination. Uh, right now, their community determination is at one, and, uh, and I think everybody's got a couple of points of determination now. Um, so uh, that would, that, uh, yeah, community determination. And if we get to one hundred and fifty dollars, mysterious benefactor. Uh, in game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them cool gifts wherever they happen to be in space or time. Uh, and we know in real life that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. And tonight, if we get to $150, the chat can provide the team with a brand new cutting edge stereo system for their flying van. The tape deck in that thing has been busted since day one. And now y'all could get like uh, quadraphonic surround sound, bass woofers. Like uh, oh we're God. just, you know, as good as a, as good as a van stereo, as good a stereo system as you can get in a 1989 Bar Traveler. That's what you're getting. Um, and uh, yeah, that's $150. And if we get to $250, uh, after credits, lore drop. God, only three lore drops to go. It's like my heart is freaking sinking. Um, uh, yeah, the after credits lore drop a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. You can see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And if you can't support us by donating, you can always support us by liking and commenting on YouTube videos or sharing tweets, uh, helping promote the show. We, we definitely appreciate all that too. And, and we appreciate the fan art that y'all do. Um, uh, in fact, stick around. Uh, we're going to have a new fan art reel uh, tonight. Uh, we go into the break to sort of celebrate some of that incredible stuff you do. And I believe I am being told that we have opened up the first tier. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Wow. Uh, so that will give you two points of community determination to start the game. Thank you so much. We, we are continuously bowled over by the level of support that you give us for whatever reason. Um, I, you know, just, yeah, thank you so much. Um, and you can get power play merchandise, T-shirts, stickers with Caitlin's wonderful character art. Uh, there is, uh, there that, and there's a, and our and the 
power play logo by our buddy Hector Lowe. Uh, and there's the one with Caitlin Omar's got there. And uh, we can get you can now get it with the season one, like the original, uh, very low key, but everyone's just exploring their powers. Season four, when they were like in the middle of their arcs. And uh, season six, the brand new, just like full on superhero art. Uh, all, all versions are available at the Q Time Stream Element Store. Jake will pump that link into chat for you. He probably has already done it because he's awesome and always Johnny on the spot with that stuff. Jake on the spot? I don't know. Um, and uh, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Adam Finitum Adventures. It was created by a cool fellow named Steve Kenson. You can find him on Twitter at S. Kenson. He's a great follow. The book edition that I have is published by Green Ronin. Uh, They've been sold out forever, uh, but you can, I think, still get a PDF version and you can get uh, print to PDF versions from Ad Infinitum. And uh, do we open up the second goal? What happened there? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be get some clarification on that. But um, uh, sorry, I, I watch my second screen is like this big. Um, but uh, yeah, you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG on Twitter and Instagram. PowerPlay is available as a podcast for the podcast and Clank. Check it out wherever fine pods are casted. And uh, that is the announcements time for Power Play. So, yeah, apparently we have opened up all of the tiers already. Um, I, once again, kind of blowing our minds here. Um, we, we, I don't know if that is like a land speed record, but it's pretty close to it. Um, Did, well, I don't think we ever had a speedster. And so Chad is making up for it by speed running the goals. That's true. We, did, we, did we have had a speedster. But yeah. not this not this fast. Not this uh, fast. No, <laughs> no. Our, our speedster was fairly ineffectual and easily oh, defeated. But, yeah, um, that's true. Okay, yeah, man, but sorry. but chat cannot be stopped apparently. Um, okay, so yes. thank you all so much. Uh, let's 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 try and make this a good one uh, to to validate their belief in us. Um, previously on Power Play. The Red Mist, who turned out to actually be Donnell Tyrannon, the roughly thousand-year-old former Crown Prince of Estrovia, tricked the team into taking down the magic shield that protected Fripp Manor so he could look for the orb that renders him vulnerable to damage. Fripp didn't have that orb, but nonetheless, Donnell killed him and 29 other people that day and announced his intention to make Port Ruby his new kingdom. It was a pretty brutal loss for the team, but along the way, Vion was able to use his telekinesis to get a look at the location of the orb. He saw a strange red glow coming from the grass in a big empty field under a night sky. After that, the team joined forces with Will W. Walton, who had assumed the identity of The One, and together they foiled an arms deal that the terrorist organization Toxic was planning to make in Port Ruby. The client turned out to be the mysterious Tony Greaves that was behind the kidnapping of Jonathan Fripp and the brainwashing of the Golden Gardens kids. Greaves, whose real name turned out to be uh, Ronald Knowles, eventually confessed he was working on behalf of the Sovereignty Party leader uh, and mayoral candidate Preston Haynes. The team turned uh, him over to the Department of Investigation um, at 
I'm sorry, the team turned him over to Cap Department of Investigation Captain Leon Neal, who had Haynes arrested. We pick up the following morning. It is Saturday, October 9th, 2021. Uh, and you all catch PR One News first thing in the morning with Weekend Anger. Weekend Anchor Malik Douglas, played by Omar Epps. And uh, Malik Douglas says, uh, good morning and happy Saturday, everyone. Our top story today is the arrest of Sovereignty Party leader and mayoral candidate Preston Haynes. Haynes was taken into custody last night in connection with an illegal weapon sale and several as-of-yet undisclosed peripheral crimes. While he has not been charged as of the time of this report, the whole city is wondering what this will mean for his campaign. In other news, the fallout from yesterday's robbery at New Connection Bank continues. A former Perfecto employee named Edward Benton, who is believed to be the mastermind behind the robbery, was arrested late last night when he tried to activate a stolen piece of technology that had been programmed to send its location to the authorities. Sources inside the Department of Investigation say that one of Benton's partners in the robbery is prepared to testify against him after she recovers from a gunshot wound. And thanks to certain documents that came to light during the crime, authorities have opened an investigation into Perfecto in connection with improprieties during the development of the Orson AI and another system known as COIN. The robbery, of course, was foiled in part by PR1's own Nina Harmon in conjunction with several other hostages. We'll keep you up to date as more details become available. Right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll talk with the venture capitalists who want to turn the former legal prison known as the Glass Tower into an amusement park they say will be fun for the whole family. Stay tuned. And it cuts to commercial. And, uh, yeah, we're going to zip on over to Warehouse City, Benny Beckett's apartment. Um, Benny... As soon as the news end ends, there is a knock at your front door. Oh, okay. She's got like, she's, you know, when you like get set up, like work from home set up where you've got like your laptop on your lap and there's like food and a cup like balance and you've got like your, the notebook on the shin, like she's sitting there. She's like, oh, sh oh shoot, 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 shoot. And she's got to take a second to get, to clear it all off without knocking things over. And then she kind of almost trips over a cord and gets over and, and she'll open the door. <laughs> Yeah, and you see a package delivery person. Uh, oh. Package for uh, B. Beckett. That's me. Yeah, sign here. And he okay. you know, pushes a little digital clipboard at you. And then he hands you the package. Uh, you look down at it and see the return address is uh, D. Ben Dix in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, oh. You know when you like, forget that you ordered something and then it comes, you're like, right, that's right. This is important. Okay, yes. Okay, we've got things. Thank you. Thank you. And she like shuts the door with her foot. Um, and she's going to uh, kind of. I, not, I don't think open it all the way, but just like get it out of the box and keep it in like the yeah. paper wrapping. When, when you take the paper wrapping, you know, you start to look into the paper wrapping. There's a note that is just like a, you know, like a little post-it tape to it. It says, Dear Benny, took some doing, but I got what you wanted. Predicting this will go over big. Love, Destiny. Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, and then she'll kind of get it stuffed away uh, into her bag. And I, I imagine she goes to like text Destiny, thank you, and already has a you're welcome text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and, you pick up your phone and it just says you're welcome yeah from destiny before you can say anything she'll send the flame she'll send the fire heart emoji <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it's like benny's personal emoji it's like, i know um <laughs> and from there we will zip over to baronsdale heights the apartment of cadrax Eversinger, dr kaden bialto um cadrax after the news you took dog for a walk and then maybe a quick flight so, you know, they can get some use out of their doggy flying suit. 
And uh, you are just getting back, um, and you find Abigail sitting at the table eating Fruit Loops. And uh, she says, uh, how are you, Goddess Shrekin? Of course. Yes. Uh, how are the Rainbow Circles this morning? Uh, no, no, fruity-ish. Good. And, then anyway. they are uh, performing according to paradigm. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you something. If you suddenly had like pretty much all the money in the world, what would you do with it? Uh, remind me what one uses it for? Well, pretty much anything. Um, I honestly thought that whole hostage crisis bank robbery thing was going to be the most surprising thing that would happen to me yesterday. Uh, but then I found out about all this money my dad left me and it, I, you know, I want to do the right thing with it. What do you think the right thing is? Well, I put many of my efforts in life toward saving lives as we do in our shared profession and to thwarting evildoers. This is what I believe is good and what I use my power toward. Hmm. Thwarting evildoers. I'm going to put that on the list. What else is on the list? Well, I want to help people. But there's so many people who need help. It's kind of hard to even know where you start. Where would you start? Well, you said it was a nigh inestimable amount of money, so could you not start everywhere? <sighs> I guess I could try. Hmm. And as the two of you talk about what Abigail should do with her money, um, we're going to zip on over to Vion and Ulez's apartment in Fort Trumbull. Vion, Ulez, what are you up to after watching the news? <laughs> oh, God, that was such a news. Ah, hmm. Um, what are we up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ulez, I wanted to ask a I suppose reiterate uh, the the asking of the favor uh, of you, uh, which is um, I'm not exactly sure if uh, this is an insensitive way to ask this, but uh, well, uh, in defining yourselves as keepers, uh, keepers of information, uh, uh, keepers of life, um, and the fact that you're uh -huh. able to store. Uh, uh, branches of knowledge, I suppose, in parts of your um, person. Yes. Uh, you know, I guess I'm, I'm kind of asking, uh, how all does that work? Ah, uh, <laughs> from uh, a molecular level? I, I, I suppose, well, it's just, you know, it's uh, every group and culture that I've interacted with for the most part has on some level had a self-destructive 
strain within it. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel kind of confident in having somewhat of a universal mindset considering uh, we've visited planets and uh, planets have come and visited us. Mm-hmm. But you folks seem solely focused on, for the most part, peacefully collecting and sharing information with each other. Yes, absolutely, and with anybody else who would request the information. Well, we don't guard the info. We are not, ah, uh, well, what was the word we learned? Misers with info. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, we were watching Scrooge. Uh, it was an interesting film. Nonetheless, our info is meant to be shared. And do you wish to learn the... I guess... The acts of a keeper? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, what, uh, if you were to, uh, I guess, summarize or, 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 uh, collect, refine, distill what it means to be a keeper, what would that be to you, Ulez? Hmm, well, back on Spire, when we had gone to our school of, uh, excellence, there was... Well, amongst all keepers, there are some basic rules that we all follow. They are rules that we have known since we are born, and they are not even necessarily rules, because rules, as I have learned for humans, you tend to bend or break them. But these are guidelines. They are suggestions. They are a path for you to live a life as a collective, and it is to exist well for yourself to exist and for everything around us to exist well. I see. Okay. All right. That's, uh, and, uh, I'm going to like cast illusions to jot that down on sort of like a chalkboard, <laughs> uh, that like appears. Oh, oh, oh add, uh, uh-huh. very yeah. specifically from, from our school. Um, it was learn forever. Uh, that is because we are a Wulaz galleon. <laughs> oh god, I almost died there. Um, mm. Not at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are Ula's Galley, and we are we are meant to learn. We study forever. Study forever. All right. Uh, and I start to jot that down, and I toss to you a piece of chalk uh, that is an illusion. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's difficult to hold, uh, but well, no, actually, illusions work like mentally. So, like, I guess technically, you can interact with it if you want. Okay. Um, so, nonetheless, the scrambling moment happens, and they, they fumble <laughs> right. it because that's what they anticipated. Okay, great. Ah. So, uh, thinking as a collective, um, existing for yourself, uh, and making sure that everything around you that exists exists well. This is great. Correct. Okay. Uh, uh, constantly studying, uh, feeling like you you've never completed. Uh, your education. There is no such thing as the end. For we must learn forever. There is no such thing as the end for we must learn for forever. And uh, Vian writes that and then takes a step back and moves the illusion of the chalkboard away and then burns those, those specific words into the wall. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I held on to that. All right. And then I slide like the chalkboard back Great. Okay. Fantastic. 
Uh, and in terms of storing knowledge in like specific like appendages, how exactly does that work? And Beyond starts like jotting down notes of. Oh, yes. Oh, well, then we must replace a, a portion of yourself to use for storage. Why, the entirety, and, like, Ulez sketches out, like, maybe, like, uh, a chunk of their torso, torso down to a hip. Uh, this is mostly where my hard drive is. Okay. But it's okay. how the humans would say a solid-state drive. Oh, it's an SSD. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Uh, uh, great. That's, that's roll fast and, and, and saves on storage. Ooh. Uh, and Vion maxes out his Silicon Valley knowledge right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, yeah, that might be a little bit of a challenge. I'm trying to think of where else I could store information in a way, because uh, it's mostly in our brains, which are kind of right up here. Um, could you modify your brain? I mean, mostly with education, or do you mean like in a biotechnical way? We could add uh, an appendage, a hand, or a foot to your head, and we could store the additional information in there. Okay, that's interesting. That's something that I'm definitely going to mull over um, and think about sort of like the pluses and, you know, the, the pros and cons of adding like maybe like a hand uh, purposely to the head for storage. We, You know, it's interesting. We, we have, um, and I'll project like another image of sort of like a cartoon version of a human being. Where, like, okay. a heart is not, like, a biological heart, but it's, like, that, like, the curved heart. Mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, you know, it's fascinating, because in thinking biologically for us, I suppose, we look at our specific organs and go, these have this specific purpose. And there's sort of, mm-hmm. like, a narrative we kind of stick with, even though the human body is really a mystery and kind of operates outside of, uh, I don't know, convention um, quite often. But... Poetically, Ulez, we often say stuff like uh, our feelings are stored in our heart, even though that might not necessarily be true. But I'm just starting to think that maybe maybe thinking about us a little bit less like a biological operation. More of purposely storing these sentiments elsewhere might be something. Well... You and Benny are very technically competent with your cellular devices. You could just store them in a phone. Everything you learn, you could store upon the, the the human's internet. All of that is in space anyways. It just beams down to Earth. Yeah. It is very dependent on what is the purpose of your knowledge. Do you wish to share it with um, whatever may be the, the new spire where, where we have... We're where we are, we are. Um, and Ulez tries to like skirt around talking about their people. Um, what, what is your main directive? What is Honest, your purpose? Yeah, that's the question, ain't it? Uh, honestly, Ulez, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I mean. The story we're kind of told, at least, you know, specifically in this country, I guess. And and that might be an inappropriate phrase to use. I'm sure that individually other people have in their communities maybe a different answer. But at least the one that I have been raised in, it's a lot of it has just been uh, to work and to get credit for working. Um, and the contributions you make, yeah, are sort of to a company <laughs> or, or to your resume. <laughs> um, 
and outside of that, everything is kind of seen as frivolous. And I think that even in our educational institutions and our systems, most of them are done so that you will be a more adept worker at the end, that the value of your education is what you're able to provide economically. It's not really seen as the health of the community or the intelligence of the community. I think we measure that individually and not where are we all moving towards. So to be honest, I, I, don't, I don't know if I actually have an answer. And I think that, I think that might be something for me to mull on. Would you ever travel the universe in search of new ideas to write about for a new novel? Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. That, that's not a bad idea. Wait till we show you what we have done with our spaceship, but not yet, though. There are still many changes to be made, and um, Lori has taken to breaking a lot of the things that we have implemented, but it is a work in progress. We are still moving forward, just slower than anticipated. And there's a knock at the door. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, and I, like, w- wipe away, like, the chalkboard. <laughs> I'll remember that. We can recreate it anytime we want. Um, oh, yes. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, how's it going? And I'll open the door. And it's Sandy, uh, Sandy Carper, played by Cheech Marin. And he shows up and says, hey, Beyond, Ulez, uh, just call, we come you. Ch- we greet you. I'm just checking in to see if y'all are going to the October Carnival tonight, uh, up at Greenacre Park in Avalon. What is this carnival? <laughs> We've heard this word. It's a, it's a fun event. Um, it's like a collection of activities that are done uh, specifically mostly for fun. Oh, yeah, they're going to be rides and games and like a like an artist's alley where people like paint stuff and draw stuff and show exhibits and, and, and things like that. I, I, I think you'd really like it. You're having a hard time imagining. Ah, uh, alleys are often for violence and this alley has art. This is brilliant. Why have we not seen more of these? Well, the carnival only comes once a year. Ah, well, beyond. Do, do we have the availability? Uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, I think with everything going on, we all deserve a little bit of a breather. Let's see if the others are interested. Also, Sandy, is there any type of, um, uh, uh, with this being a specific autumnal event, um, any like food contests or any like vegetable growing blue ribbon contests for like the biggest pumpkin or anything like that? I, I seem to remember there being a whole bunch of little competitions like that. Uh, there's like a whole farmer's market section and they, they have uh, a stage there where I, I seem to remember them handing out some kind of awards. Uh, uh, it wasn't exactly my scene, bit. but I know it's there. And yeah, there are definitely uh, awards for I will all call, kinds I of- will interface to find <laughs> the exact <laughs> competitions that are available. What still have registration open? What can I enter? Um, um, you won't have to roll for that. I'm just going to say because this is regular internet access, you know, it's like you're not hacking into the DOI here. Um, they want to do it so fast, though. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, well, basically, uh, there, there are... Um, 
see what I can make up off the top of my head here. Yeah, there's stuff <laughs> for like, you know, growing the biggest examples of certain kinds of uh, vegetables. Like the biggest sunflowers? That's a traditional The biggest sunflowers. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. Then there are things for like flower arrangements, like floral arrangement competitions and things like that. Uh, and uh, just whatever you think you might want to enter, they probably have something just like that, strangely enough. Okay, uh, we're, we're entering in the largest sunflower competition. The largest sunflower competition. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you are uh, exhibitor number um, 35. Okay, bit of competition, right, bit of competition. Well, there are many people who have entered this. This, this is excellent. Um, Vian, we, uh, Sandy, we hate to... Um, to slice this part of the conversation abruptly, but we have to go and determine the best methods to grow the largest sunflower in uh, one hour. Huh. Well, good luck with that. I'm gonna, you know, go have lunch and then I'm, I'm heading in. It doesn't start, I think, to like four or 5 p.m. Uh, when they start oh, letting God. people in. Uh, but the park's open all day, you know. I mean, Great, you can go to yeah. the park, but uh, the, the the carnival I don't, I don't think starts till later. But uh, I, I, maybe I'll see you there. Uh, good luck in the sunflower competition, Ulez. Oh, yes, we thank you. <laughs> we, you're yes. welcome. And uh, he as, uh, heads uh, off as I close the door, um, and I know that uh, Ulez is about to go off on uh, another floral adventure, um, as they're hmm. off to do. Uh, uh, real quick, Liz, I just want to say uh, thank you for sharing you um, with us in general. But uh, for me, it's it's um, it's a gift that's rarer than it should be, I suppose, in this universe. And uh, thank you, and and uh, and thank the keepers, I suppose. I it's a genuinely good thing to share with each other. So thank you. <laughs> We are very grateful for you. We uh, we have arrived. Uh, we arrived originally on Earth in a dumpster, and now we understand the the relevance and and the comparisons and the metaphors. Often use dumpsters as an extreme negative, um. So that was not lost on us. And the circumstances, there was so much involved in how we arrived here, and humans were quite terrifying, um on paper, uh, online. We do not try to interact with them too much for they've not really advanced and you are all very scary. So <laughs> yeah. yes, answering an SOS on Earth was, was, a, was a bold choice and we have never been happier to have made such a courageous decision because our time here has shaped us and changed us. We, <clears throat> I consider myself an individual, and while we have a hard time still shifting our language, it is, it is very nice to be myself. And you too, Maria. And they kind of like whisper to themselves. I hope that your boldness is always rewarded in the way that it should be, Ulez. And also, if you want, I can cast magic on the sunflower to make it grow if that feels like cheating to you then we don't have to do that, and we never had this conversation, but I do have that ability. Uh, we're, it would not be cheating if we are using the natural tools at our, at our disposal. I, I, I don't think there's anything more natural than magic. 
supernatural. Uh, <laughs> and Ulez uh, has you make like a bunch. Like uh, <laughs> there's, we try, we have to kind of figure out like what's the ultimate like ratio? Do you want like massive stems? Should the right. middle part be too big? Like what, how does, so there's, there's like a, 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 like a bathrooms full of sunflowers. <laughs> Yeah, like some of them are like the size of like palm trees. It's like, you know. Just, <laughs> hmm. No, 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 not quite that Too one. big? Yeah, you think it's too big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need a smaller, <laughs> insert technical terms about flower parts. <laughs> and uh, very detailed instructions. Okay, we must try this. Okay, all right. And we'll just keep tinkering away until we get the perfect <laughs> large sunflower. <laughs> yeah, um, and... Uh, Anything else anybody wants to do at this point? Or what do you think? Uh, um, I do think that uh, at some point before, because I'm Benny, I feel like Benny, this is the carnival, something Benny would know about. I think that's like her one thing where it was like, yeah, I'm going, I'm getting out, mom and dad, when she first like moved here. Yeah, mom and mom, I'm, I'm getting out. I promise there's a like flips through. There's a carnival this weekend, so yeah, I'm doing things. And so now they ask about it every year, so she goes every year. So I think she knows that it's happening. Um, but before, like before that, uh, at any point during the day, I do think that I don't really need a scene out of it necessarily. But I think um, she has like she like finishes doing dishes, and then I think just for like a few minutes, tries to lava on just her hands like over the sink. And like every time <laughs> I'm assuming it, it like it like obsidians out and she like it hurts, right? It's it's like a painful thing, right? It doesn't quite uh, it, it, it's like, like it's, it's like sort of it's yeah, like it kind of like dries into rock and then like the rock breaks and that hurts for like a second, but then the broken rock sort of dissolves back into the lava. So the, it melts and itself it back in and kinda, yeah. Yeah, it keeps happening again and again. I think she has just like a little bit of a frustrated like lap around the apartment once or twice and then tries it again and then it's obviously still isn't working. And then she kind of is like, okay, we're good. We need to, we need to do something today that is not focusing on this. And so she's going to go, go get ready for the day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, I just, yeah. I'm, Ulez is going to be sending some text messages when, uh, when you know, Beyond is doing the magic part. Um, just some text, uh, you know, uh, most of them are in uh, emoji conversation, um, but one of them is very, very, um, I think actually it's like a text to phone. Um, so the receiver of this will get like that robot voice that says like, you are receiving a text message from Ulez Gali. And then it'll read out like, you are quarterly invited to a event happening tonight at 9 p.m. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you all receive an invitation from Ulez to come to the park uh, and attend the carnival and go to the uh, uh, sunflower growing competition at 9 p.m. Excellent. I have separately been advised of this event because apparently we all have by some strange fate or circumstance. In my case, I have promised to assist a colleague in the talent show by providing sonic accompaniment uh, to, well, they call it singing, but I am very happy to facilitate nonetheless. Uh, so I am going to be attending it later today, as I tell 
Ulez and I will, for this reason, be bringing uh, the fiddle. You get a response back from Ulez that's like a selfie and a thumbs up, and it's uh, there's the background of like the maybe our living room covered in uh, sunflowers and strapped to their front. More harness style than Baby Bjorn style is Lori um, gnawing on the, the the stem of a sunflower. Yeah, and uh, Kadrax, it is uh, Milo, uh, the nurse from your clinic, yep. played by Carlos Valdez of the Flash. Um, he. Uh, he, he he sings and and needs a musical accompaniment from someone who does the fiddle yeah, plays the fiddle yeah sorry um and uh, and he's absolutely counting on you now uh, so yeah um so this is what you're doing we're going to the park uh, and uh, and and then and then the, and, and then the uh, what did we call it October Carnival. Uh, <laughs> Wow, just everything coming together in this one. Um, so, yeah, let's say by, you know, 12, let's say by noon, y'all meet up in what we shall call the big lawn of Greenacre Park in Avalon. Uh, it, it's, it's very similar to New York City's Great Lawn in Central Park, but it's it's big rather than great. And uh, uh, the, the big lawn is uh, sort of in the middle of the park, and uh, it is... Um, you know, south of like where the Port Ruby Arboretum was, like uh, where where you were way back when, and uh, you know it is it is an unseasonably warm October day. Not like not hot or uncomfortable, but but not but not cold certainly. Uh, and there are a lot of people out in the park today. Some of them are waiting for the carnival to start, and a lot of them are just hanging out on the lawn. There are people, you know playing acoustic guitars, hanging out with their families, playing fetch with the dogs, uh, things like that. Um, did you did you bring dog Cadrax? Well, someone needs to supervise Lori's facilitation of the squirrel uprising. So yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we brought Lori and dog. Uh, Lori is harnessed in. So as to minimize the, the, the amount of squirrel uprising uh, uh, plotting that has occurred. One, it is but a matter of time. Two, why do we oppose the squirrel uprising? Um, <laughs> Lori's like pulling on the harness. <laughs> Lori, come on, come on now. Just today, just please stay with us. <laughs> Don't sass me. I know what that means. Uh, dog, so yeah. dog is not about it. Dog is just eyes. Will not ever, ever leave Lori. <laughs> not both ears are back because, like, the ears are never both back on dog. So there's one, but it's, that ear has big feelings. Yes. Oh, one airplane ear. <laughs> like, like dog, like puts like a paw playfully on Lori, and Lori's like, and dog puts the paw back, and Lori's like, and that just kind of keeps happening over and over again. Benny walks up, like, like walking very slowly and like very like furiously texting, like not like angrily, but like like very very quickly. And she's replying, has to reply really fast. Does she reply fast? And she sees you guys and is like, "Oh hey, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, will you take a selfie with me? My mom's want proof that I'm alive and also at the park, like I said I was. And so she's gonna try to get a a, par- a photo with everybody, uh, like on the bench with the with the park festivities being set up behind them. <laughs> <laughs> Awkwardly hold up Lori who's fighting, and like they'll just yeah. be a blur in the photo. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, 
for the moms. Just, <laughs> okay, thank you. So that they will believe me. Okay, I'm turning my phone off. <laughs> she puts it away. Hi. Wow. Oh, we greet you. Uh, you are well? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, we are looking forward to the festival. Uh, did, uh, carnival? Carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, did you register or enter in any competition? Uh, no. Uh, we used to do a lot of that when I was little, but our, like, hometown festival was much, much smaller, and it was more like, I, my moms let me pick the flavor profile of, like, honey, and it would, they would not stop me. They would just facilitate whatever my dream for that particular flavor was. Uh, we didn't win okay. many prizes, but uh, I sure did have a good time. Can oh. we get uh, can we get like a top top three honey flavors from you, Benny? Because I feel like there's a little bit more behind that story That's... than you're sharing. Oh, like oh, for, for like to know for me personally, like like eight year old Benny's vision. For yeah, what, what were the ones that like? you kind of crafted? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so it definitely would have been honey with Fruit Loops in it. Okay. Uh huh. That was always my favorite. I suggested that one. Rainbow circles. Yeah. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was always of my of my household. Because mm-hmm. then you get like there's like the the big Fruit Loops would only be in there for like visual, like the aesthetic of in, uh-huh. in Kid Benny's mind. But you get like the, the little the dust at the bottom. You mix mm-hmm. that into the honey, so it'd be a little bit opaque. But there'd be the yeah. So that was that was like I I predict I I, I pitched that every year, and there uh, that's why we got the rule of no repeats. Which maybe was uh, an interesting call on their part, because uh, mm-hmm. then we started getting weird as I got older. Um, I think okay. one year I tried pickles, but they did shoot that one down. I think was the only time and directed me back to sweet flavors. Uh, but okay. it was, but they're both preservatives. This makes a they both sense live in jars. On a chemical level. Yes, that was that was Kid Aww. Benny's. That was Kid Benny's logic too. Um, That's very simple. Yeah, it was. Benny, yeah. <laughs> what do you? Would you make us some honey at this carnival? We would be honored to use it as decoration. Uh, There's a lot of love and power that goes into the creation of human, uh, of, of bee honey. Well, there's the, there's the artist fair. I think there's like a, maybe there's a, like a artisan, is there like an artisan food section too? Like farmer's market style? Oh, well, let me check online. Uh, <laughs> Rick, is there? <laughs> This fall, well, Vion has like a pamphlet. Like Vion, yeah, we like, could have picked up that. <laughs> yeah, come through. Strangely enough, yes, there actually is. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll yes. pick We can we can pick up um, a jar of just like a regular, just plain honey, and then maybe get some ones that that actual artisan would maybe uh, have as their special flavors because those will probably taste good. But I will uh, make you some Fruit Loops honey if. That would yes. please you. Oh, and what? We will not consume it. We would merely like to set it next to a flower. No, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, Do those count? Point, and I would like to point over Ula's shoulder at uh, the Nye Botanical Monster that I assume you must have brought with you. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, so I, I spent some time trying to imagine <laughs> what is an appropriate, like, size for a massive and i have not googled this so i don't have any true comparison because like i think sunflowers can get they can get bigger than that benny or uh, uh caitlin uh, a standard uh, sta- a standard big one that isn't being cultivated to get big like if you're like that's okay. a big sunflower but like it's not like it's that's a big one but that still feels normal the ones like we get on our farm 
when we had sunflowers would be like a big one would be like okay, that big. Yes. So I'm you like, that like would north of 20 feet on those boys. Yeah, they can get real big. They but can like get a, like mm-hmm. in, in height, you know, oh, so yeah. like oh, presumably yeah. also have to support with the rest of the, mm-hmm. they, they are. Well, that's why we have to make a bunch to make sure the support match the rest of it. Um, so it's almost get? like a tiny building. <laughs> Doc, please, we are showing off our sunflower. Um, uh, it's like, it's almost like a tiny building. Um, we had to cast <laughs> something to make it lighter to carry, um, because neither Vian nor Ulez owns uh, a dolly or a trolley. I um, cast, um, so- ally and we have a little ally carrying the sunflowers. Friends. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they just at the two story, uh, two story tall sunflower. Oh yes. Ah. Uh, we're very excited to enter this. Yeah, we looked it up, and we have to beat uh, we have to beat twelve feet. Um, so we kind of went with um, twenty feet. <laughs> These are two story tall sunflowers, just to be safe. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, yeah. you are a novelist by accomplishment so if anyone could write two stories and put it into a single flower surely it is you for you we have to find like a verbal uh game for you to enter into doc because you would just absolutely destroy any competitors well yes assuredly in any arena of battle mm-hmm. <laughs> let me uh and i'll look through the pamphlet and then actually mm-hmm. Uh, Ulas, do you mind looking up? Is there like a slam poetry competition or something <laughs> <Don't> here? <laughs> oh, ah, yeah, on one of the main stages. Yes, there is. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm well practiced in the art of slamming. I do not solely do piercing damage. Yeah. Huh. So we should probably sign up the doc for that. <laughs> oh, already done. Um, but <laughs> can we define the parameters of slam poetry? Because we are imagining. Um, well, the literal. Oh, sorry. No, this is like, uh, just sort of like, uh, folks go up and, and kind of, uh, uh, relay and display, uh, and perform poetry. Um, and, uh, and, and sometimes there's events where, uh, you get a prompt right then and there, and, uh, you are challenged, uh, to come up with wordplay, um, that would, uh, yeah. Is it to the uh, death? Um, no, it's usually like, like a minute. Oh, do you hold your breath? Uh, not typically. That's not part of it. Like you can, if you're nervous, but usually you just like deliver poetry. Like you perform poetry. Okay. Um, and the win and let's accept like the winning prize. Um, oh, wow. It is a massive stuffy that is also dog friendly. (laughs) Well, Cadrax, you must win this. As in uh, all competitions of combat, I shall prove superior. And Vian, what about yourself? How will you contribute to this carnival? This truly feels like uh, another one of our missions where we must all come together with our abilities and conquer or win stuff animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we haven't really attended this uh, carnival before, uh, I suppose, uh, or a lot of public events. Um, I, uh, 
I kind of have a signing. Oh, yeah. What are you signing? Uh, like uh, copies of my book, uh, or just like meeting oh. people. And oh, uh, and I like great. turn and like wave to like a couple folks and just like, one second and I like step to the side and take a picture and then come back. Oh my God. yeah, a little while ago I kind of did a thing uh, where you I, see I went those around. folks kind of like he's like who the hell is that guy? <laughs> so you know I'll be going around and just kind of like whining and dining a little bit and just kind of like you know being a man about town. That's kind of like usually what I do uh, at these events. Why I have not known you to wine. You seem very positive. Oh, thank oh, you very much. Sometimes, though, Cadrex. Oh, okay. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's more of like an in apartment thing that we kind of keep between us, Ulysses. Ah, uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. That complaints. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but mostly that. Or uh, let's see. We got stuffed animal. We got uh, a little bit of a honey journey going on. Uh, we got the sunflower competition. Well, I mean, like we have to do carnival games. And if there are any rides, because we have two friends here who haven't done carnivals before. Oh, never. Mm -hmm. What is their purpose? Oh, there are rides. Fun. You just spend, you spend too much money to go do something that is, has no purpose other than <laughs> fun. Yes. Why? Well, they are pet friendly. Because you can. And sometimes people like... Like there's rides that uh, like go really fast or like upside down and stuff because they think like the being scared is like fun. Like it makes, you know, makes you laugh like people watch scary movies, like that kind of a thing. Um, I'm not so good at those because I have a wee stomach when it comes to motion sickness. But I mean, there's also stuff like uh, like a like a like a Ferris wheel. That could be really cool. It just takes you just kind of see way up high. You know, just oh, you move you very slowly in mm -hmm. a circle, mm -hmm. and sometimes there's a nice breeze. Yeah. We could yeah. even do um, like the carnival games. Some of them are super rigged, um, but you know, it's fun to throw things. We could, you know, what we could do. You and I would rock at um, the like the strength, hit the hit the hammer to the thing, and the bell goes up yeah. really high. But we could win some stuff with that. Mm -hmm. Will was always better at me at that. That was like one of like the five games in Bellwood that we would always try to do. But Will, Will was actually doing fighting stuff when we were little, and I wasn't. And so he was always better at me than it. But now, I bet I could kick his butt. Um, not literally. I might be fatigued with all of the slamming. But <laughs> that's true. I will, I will do my utmost. If you, have, if you have one more slam left in you, we can put it on that game. I think you'll be good at it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And thereafter, there is the talent jam. So first one shall slam. Yes. Thereafter. Yes. Great. Um... Well, uh, let's knock out some uh, games, I suppose, before we all kind of make our way to our sort of a little individual uh, assignment. Oh, yeah, sorry. We found the best competition. Yeah, what is it? Is. Cutest animal. Hmm. There are very minimal qualifiers. There are photos of squirrels and turtles, and we believe that looks like, oh, that one's a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Laurie just jumps onto your lap and grabs the brochure and starts looking at it. Yes, 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 yes. You will win this. Just don't eat the competition. No, please don't eat the competition. I you can win, though. Uh, yeah, let's enter Laurie for that competition. Yes. We have to do a photo booth. Yes. We have to do a photo booth before the day's over. Oh. 
is it different than a photo of a phone? Uh, yeah, so it does like a couple of them and they all like stack on top of each other and it's a good little keepsake of your memories of the day. Humans are, are fond of them. No. No, it's just like a little, it prints it out. You know, like how Where I print it? Out, it. Well, you can no. take a photo of it, but. <laughs> I mean, you can, yeah. An additional photo, I guess, of the, of the three to four photos. Remember just, how, you know, you go ahead. I was say, remember how I, I printed those photos for, for you and Cadrax? Uh, yes. Like yes. that. So it becomes, it's a physical thing instead of digital. Oh, I thought that was technical. Thank you. Okay. This is something we must do. Great. So you okay. Actually, you actually have a couple of hours until the carnival. Yeah. Over. I was afraid we had the, uh, we have the setting up right now. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, what, what do you want to do to kill some time? So I know the museum was in this area. The Arboretum was in this area. Could go get lunch. It was after lunchtime. Depends on what people are into. We could go see if there is any music playing at the... Was it the, the jazz was in the museum, right? Mm. Yeah. The last time, yeah. yeah. The atrium. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes... I mean, this is a big public event. Sometimes they do stuff like that where it's uh, anybody, like an anybody jam. Like you can all just hop in. We could see oh. if that would be fun. Yes. Oh, we would like that greatly. So, is that what you're doing? You, you, so you start walking up so. towards uh, the the north uh, northeast corner of the park uh, to the Port Ruby Museum of Art. And um, if you recall, it's been a while since you've been here. I think that was back in season two. Uh, out front, there is a courtyard that has these talking sculptures of uh, many of the artists whose work is on exhibit inside. And uh, otherwise, you know, it's, it's a big museum-y looking building. Um, and uh, last time you were here, Ulez and Benny drew uh, a willow tree at an interactive art exhibit. I think Ulez did did the lines and Benny did the colors. And and Cadrax uh, went with Vion to that atrium where they found a a jazz, um, like a vibe player, I think, a vibraphone player. And Cadrax uh, used their powers to um, sort of uh, add to to the magic of the music uh, in, in, in the atrium at the museum. Uh, you, you you come into the lobby, uh, you look around, you, you can see Jamie, uh, the info desk worker, the same info desk worker who was here when you were here in season two, is still working at the info desk. And um, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I think maybe we pick up some overpriced lunch from like the bistro and mm. maybe go hang out in the, is it, was it like an atrium? Because I remember it had really good, it had really interesting acoustics. Yep, it was an atrium, yeah. And, so maybe uh, there's benches and we can go Sure. grab food, go uh, sit up there? You head down to the atrium and, uh, yeah, you grab some food and uh, find a table. And, uh, yeah, this time it's not a vibraphone player. Uh, this time they have um, a folk singer uh, playing acoustic guitar and uh, um, sort of uh, singing you know, old, old-timey folk songs, uh, Woody Guthrie stuff, Peter, Paul, and Mary, that kind of thing. Okay. Oh, I have nice. a palindromic meal. Uh, they they have uh, carbohydrates and protein uh, and carbohydrates. <laughs> this one is called uh, ham and cheese. Yes. <laughs> and they got one of those uh, little like, grab. 
Oh, go ahead. I say Betty just got one of those little like like snack boxes. My grandma's obsessed. Sorry, my grandma found a thing. It's like a charcuterie board in like a tackle box and a snackle box. She was not yep. saying snackle oh, box all weekend. Wow. And it's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's all I can think of. But like not literally in a tackle box, but like one of those like multiple pockets and there's like cheese and grapes and crackers and like salami, whatever. So like a light, light little meal and like a soda or whatever. And she'll just, you know, finger food. Uh, Ula's grabbed a banana and is carving just little designs on the skin of it. <laughs> uh, and I've got a coffee. Um, I probably grabbed uh, a cortado. And just sitting there, I'll glance over at Cadrax. Uh, is your fiddle evident? Yes. Uh, it would be hard not to be. <laughs> and they, they wear it like... Usually it's an over-the-shoulder in a case kind of deal, and uh, Cadrax is no exception. Although uh, there are some are kind of structured foam and cloth cases. Uh, more uh, sometimes these days they will also have hard plastic. Sometimes these days there are carbon fiber cases. Mm-hmm. Um, Cadrax definitely has that, and I think at this point even the humans recognize plasium when they see it. Uh, di- does Cadrax keep the fiddle in an armored case. That is a qualitative judgment. Um, but all of that is to say, yes, the fiddle is evident. It is on Cadrax's back, much in the way they would wear a weapon. <laughs> um, I kind of nod to that. And uh, are you uh, are you playing later today, or? Yes, I am assisting my nurse in the talent jam. Uh, Mila will be victorious. Yes, they texted us. Did you not receive that message, Vian? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not on top of all the communications all the time. Uh, when is somebody's... it because we send too many fire remotes? No, no. It's uh, I'm just uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm sure. Uh, down the road, I might get diagnosed with something in terms of uh, keeping track of like a million notifications. Uh, but mm. the pertinent ones I keep an ear out for. Um, and I like to receive information, uh, you know, like face to face, I suppose. I retain more of that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hendrix, okay. <laughs> if you wanted to, I mean, you could probably see if you could do a little warm up with potential new friend. She just kind of like over at the over at the the, the guitarist. Maybe see if maybe you could hop in. There's this beat, and I don't know whether it is the music or whether it's making new friends. But they have a moment of like, I think you could see on their face just a little moment of like hesitation. Dolly, I'm not good at this. Uh, I think it'll be great. We could try to of get their attention. Certainly. Yeah, obviously. And it'll be fun. That's the one that has no purpose. Fun can be a purpose. It is the Elaborate. best one. That is why we watched so many movies. Well, you have... They were fun. Most actions, you have a goal or an outcome in mind. Yes. Yes. So, like, winning, succeeding... Sometimes it's just having a good time. Something that makes you feel good. And I think music 
maybe I might go on a limb here. Music might make you feel good. I look to your left arm, your right arm, your left leg, your right leg, and realize it is a metaphorical expression. <laughs> my bad. My bad. They start, like, you know those, like, kind of tiny steps where it looks like there's an invisible force pushing <laughs> back on you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be- Benny's gonna stand up from, from Sandwich. Hold up, both hands to you. Yes. And we'll kind of, like, tap, tap your hands with, with hers. Cool. Yes. And she's gonna start backwards walking with you back to the thing. And here's the thing about Benny. <laughs> she grew up in a small farm town, a very small farm town. And this is, you said folky, old, old folksy, old folk, folks, tunes kind of a thing. <laughs> Ben's gonna do a little bit of a square dance with Cadrex. <laughs> He's gonna try to lead Cadrex into like a little, maybe not even full, full square dance, but like something that's like half swing, half just like moving around. And he's gonna try to at least get Cadrex like in the space like interacting with the music and maybe hopefully ease them into it. We'll like kind of like pull them and like pull them in and out and give like a like very slow, like half, half time with the tempo. And we'll try to get them like, again, just like even emotionally interacting with the music that will maybe hopefully, you know, and maybe we'll get this person's eyes on us, make it easier of, of an intro. You want to like uh, make, make a, a willpower? Yes. Uh, together to just sort of like see what that vibe is. Yeah. Just like a little bit of a recreational, yeah. uh, Versus roll, just so I know sort of how this. Okay. <laughs> how is my? I don't think this my my implore skill that we never renamed. I don't think adds to anything here, but I I. Mm. Uh, that's twelve. So I had a hot five, which oh. means that uh, this will is going to loosen them up extremely effectively. Um, and, and is very much in the musical vibe of, of the whole thing, I guess. <laughs> there, I get if, if not an artist by temperament, like, the voice is a, it is a weapon for them? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not an artist by temperament, but they know movement, and movement mm-hmm. has a certain tempo to it, and introduced, they are loose. And Benny's gonna kind of like spin them d- towards the musician, and we'll back off. And, and as oh, you do, I would like to catch your wrist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won't resist. It, it just in the in the spirit of the dance. As you as you get close to the musician, uh, you can you can see that you've caught her attention, and uh, she kind of like stands up with her acoustic guitar and and kind of moves towards you to to kind of almost serenade you directly uh, while you are dancing. I think I, ha- I think I have some friends who might want to keep dancing. I, Kadris, you, oh my gosh, you have a, the perfect accompaniment, I think. And we'll kind of like put your hand that's on hers down to your <laughs> and see if you'll... Uh, the Kadrax will look with etiquette question face uh, at the musician. Yeah, Benny will kind of join me like, is this okay? <laughs> yeah, and, and you kind of look around, you can catch, uh, there's a little sign that identifies her as uh, Jill Sargent. 
and um, you, you can uh, see, you know, it's she's got like contact information and a little tray with CDs to sell and stuff like that. And uh, as, as she sees you sort of trying to engage with her, she sort of nods and looks down at the fiddle and it's just, you know, gives you kind of a big warm smile. You want to play? They nod. Uh, and... Uh, Oh, um, they're going to do a speed tuning job, but they're going to use the voice to uh, put a tiny silence bubble around it. Because if you know tuning, you know it's going to be dissonant to whatever she's doing in her music right now. And also it's just... It's a whole time. Nervous, nervous tuning. As you're tuning, she sort of takes it down real low when she comes near you and she says, um... Do you know Duff the Magic Tyrannosaurus? I am a very quick study. Okay, Folk Riffin G, watch me for the changes and try to keep up. And uh, she breaks into uh, a, a folk song that is very much in the vein of Puff the Magic Dragon, but instead about a, a, a magic tyrannosaurus named Duff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's, you know, it's very kind of, you know, just strummy kind of chord stuff. It leaves you a lot of room to kind of melody and jam over it if you want. Amazing. Uh, the Human music is beautifully transparent in in its waveform structure, right? It's very different to find something consonant to an instrument, something that wants to be resonated versus, I don't know, uh, trying to determine what's in a box in the next room over. Um, All of which is to say that this is, by comparison, a very comfy jam. They will probably hang back uh, into just sort of drones and the fundament for a moment until they get the shape, the architecture of the melody, uh, and then will ornament according to the style they observed uh, when we traveled through time into the ancient West. Yeah, and you kind of flavor uh, Duff the Magic Tyrannosaurus with, uh, you know, just a little bit of that kind of Western style. And and you can see Jill, like, smiling and nodding, and she starts, like, mixing in some finger-picking runs and stuff like that. And, uh, and... and I bring in, I, I make Vian and, and Uvas, no, I implore uh, very <laughs> politely, but with fervor, to, for them to come out and dance with, with Benny. So we don't. We don't. We don't want Cadric to be out there alone. Obviously, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're, we're making them perform. We're gonna. We're gonna go too. So if if both of them will allow, Benny will kind of do like a dosi do between the two of them and like do like lead lead them in like some sort of dance and then do like a switch to like keep both of them, you know, moving and engaging. Everybody. Sh- everybody should have a friend like Benny. Uh, uh-huh. As your. Um, you go first, B. Ulas <laughs> is gonna decline. Um, okay. I'm. They, they've dedicated their life, their current life, to learning a lot about Earth stuff. But dancing was just like they needed new feet, and they just they had two of the left ones, so it was no interest there. <laughs> However, um, you kind of see them peeling some strips off of the sunflower and um, doing a little bit of gadget work. 
uh, while everybody's dancing. Benny will tell them at some point during this that the, the part about dancing with a lead and a follow, the two parts, that's nice. It's the follow, uh-huh. you don't really need to know anything, so you let me know. Oh, okay, yes. Um, oh, we thank you. We will enjoy the ambiance and the joy of our friends' faces. Okay. And then uh, he's going to lead Vion then. If, if great. <laughs> and as that's happening, uh, Vion will, like, clock back, uh, and absolutely, for sure, uh, Vion will clock back to Ulez and cl- uh, notice that you're sitting under a tree. And in Port Ruby in October, I imagine the colors are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. And so uh, when I see one leaf fall, I uh, cast element control on Ulez um, to control the breeze. And I go, ah. Ulez, try to uh, match our movement with uh, the wind. See if you can get the leaves to follow with us. Whoa! <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can do it again. And they make the same thing. Um, they also mimic the sound of the sound of <laughs> Performing the activity, because how else would you do it? <laughs> um, I bet that makes such a cool rustling sound. You know how uh, there are electronic musicians who will live sample? Mm-hmm. May... May Catrax live sample the rustles with the voice since they are using their physical body for the fiddle to bring the rustling of the leaves from Ulez into what we are all doing. Yeah, and and as that kind of mixes in, like the crowd sort of starts clapping along, you know, the other people in the atrium, which echoes around in there and between the the rustling leaves and the clapping and the finger picking and the fiddling, uh, it it just really is just kind of this beautiful, very full sound. There's never been a version of uh, uh, Duff the Magic Tyrannosaurus quite like this. Uh, Vion will try to step it up a little bit and try to fill in a couple more moves in between um, to see if like he gets like the sense of it and like sort of like and then we'll play a little bit with uh, uh, play a little bit with the tempo a bit and like drag sometimes and then like speed back up you want to take the lead? no <laughs> fair point okay I'm just give you again <laughs> Oh yeah, everything about Benny screams learned lead. (laughs) Uh, uh, Heavily inspired by Caitlin learned lead. (laughs) Captain Apollo reporting for duty. Yeah, and and while you're dancing, um, all of a sudden from the crowd uh, steps out um, uh, Lewis Patton, the chief of security from the Port Ruby Arboretum, which is right nearby, Mm -hmm. uh, played by, um, uh, I think we said, uh, Keenan Thompson. And yeah, uh, yeah he kind of comes out and he's like, hey, I remember you. We're dancing. And he kind of just like gets right into it and sort of like puts himself right in like the center and, and, and just kind of starts just really. He's like, I love this song. <laughs> um, I, uh, as Benny and I are dancing, uh, I ask, uh, you strike me as a kid who at least one at, on one occasion wanted to play the drums. Is that correct? To Benny? Yeah. Uh, wanted to implies never did. <laughs> Spin your can. <laughs> uh, did you play the drums? Uh, we'd had like a middle school or 
yeah, she would have, she, did she make, she make it to middle school? Yeah, I was in middle school for one year. I did band. I sucked at every instrument when we did like the testing. Drums. I would like to find two buckets. <laughs> you try to walk away and he's like, Van, it has been 15 years. Van, Van. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the bucket boy thing here. With the, yeah, know. yeah. I want to grab two buckets uh, and I'll grab two like dry sticks um, from the mm-hmm. tree itself. Uh, for We're them. indoors. <laughs> We're eating buckets. <laughs> Strangely enough, those things are there just amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't I could believe just, I could it. But, play yeah. the spoons. We just got lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we do have spoons. I love this world. <laughs> I will phase through the door of like uh, like a supply closet and come out <laughs> with like two empty buckets. Um, and like push those, I'll cast element control on myself and also like push those, uh, with the breeze towards Benny and grab two sticks from the tree that was like shedding leaves and toss them over to you. Benny will do a very, we'll set up, we'll do a very basic, just kind of like, like one, one, two, just like to the beat, (laughs) to the beat of the, of the music very quietly. And yeah, that fills out the sound even further, adding like a nice, you know, backbeat to this folk music. Uh, and um, yeah, and uh, it, it, it's a very cool moment. Uh, and the crowd gets into it, and finally uh, the song comes to the end, uh, you know, reaches its final line, uh, which ends, you know, um, and that's the story of Duff the Magic Tyrannosaurus. And um and, and Jill just comes over to uh Cadraxon's like, that was fantastic. I love like the Western thing you were doing there. Uh that was I mean, just you you've got some talent. That is most beneficent of you. I appreciate the opportunity to practice. It was fun. Don't forget to get a copy of my CD on my website. Of course, yes. Those are the things that go in the microwave, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh i'll i'll stroll up and uh and i'll actually i'll, I'll buy all this because she had cds there available yeah um i'll there. uh i'll buy them um and start handing them out to the crowd of the folks who stuck around like throughout the entire performance oh my God. get get yourself a friend like vion vigor seriously uh every and, artist uh, in the audience and here loves you right now <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, they're the, the ones that are, <laughs> they're the ones that you are hand, like keeping us fed. <laughs> you hand them out, you give one to Lewis Pratt and he's just like, yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to play this thing. You just like wear a groove into it. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't actually, it's not going to have a groove because it's, it's not a record obviously, but you know what I mean? Like a metaphorical groove. Uh, but speaking of little groove, you, uh, you, you, you've got some moves, man. Well, thank you. Dancing goes back several generations in my family. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Dancing and being chief of security at an arboretum. Uh, it's uh, both family traditions. That's incredible. All right. That's something um, else. You know, ever since we all met way back when you were like looking for that weird robot that was lost at the arboretum, 
uh, I've been following you and I, I've seen now that you're like uh, the spirit of justice and Magnova and, and, and Eversinger and Sunflower. And, and, and I, I just, uh, we greet you. And so I tell all my friends that I have met and worked side by side with the defenders of Port Ruby, the bravest heroes this city has ever seen. And I'm just, I'm just so proud to be able to call you friends or at least acquaintances or at least people I met on one single occasion, but, but it was a very friendly occasion except for all the kidnapping stuff or, or, or missing person stuff. But otherwise it was a very, very friendly. You were I instrumental think. to that, that rescue. Yeah. So yeah. We're happy to have met you. Do me a huge favor if you can. Uh, Count yourself as a hero, considering that that was a mission that we could not have completed without your help. Do you think I should get myself like a superhero name? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Maybe I'll be like Captain Arboretum. Uh, Is that a ring, right? uh, No. I just glance back at Ulez as you're like messing with the sunflower. I'm just like, a, do you have a the an alt to pitch back uh, for uh, the captain over here, Ulez? Um, you gotta know, but hmm, we're thinking about titles that start Admiral Arboretum. Oh, we are Admiral a big fan of alliteration. Arboretum. Yeah, admirals out, right. outrank captains, don't they? Do don't they? We don't know. Yeah. Yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. It is an extremely advanced military. Term. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a T-shirt made up that's a, 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 a AA on it. Uh, no wait, that's a different thing. Just yeah, the whole okay. words. Build the whole um, whole. Yeah, word. the whole the whole yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Y'all, you have a great day. It's good to see you, my friends. Oh, yes, you too, Admiral. Yes. And he takes we his CD you. and kind of, we thank you. And 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 he, and he just takes off down the hall. So where ah. do y'all want to go next? Oh man, I mean, we could. Where doesn't I guess doesn't necessarily have to be seen, but we're already in the museum. I mean, I feel like maybe we wander through at least a few wings before we head out, but. We don't, it doesn't have to actually be anything in particular. <laughs> Tell you I what, why don't y- y- y'all go through the museum? Y- y- you kind of see some of the art and some of the sites and, and stuff like that. And uh, while, while y'all are doing that, let's take a 10 minute oh. break. <laughs> and then we will, uh, we will come back and, uh, and uh, see, see how the carnival goes, I guess. Um, so yes, thanks. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. Um, in case you uh, have not realized it yet, this is what we are doing tonight. Um, with, with the end uh, uh, just so close, I, I kind of wanted uh, the chance to let uh, uh, these amazing players inhabit these characters without me pushing them around with bad guys and mysteries and stuff like that, and just kind of kind of let them do whatever they wanted uh, uh, for a game. And uh, and apparently, what they wanted was to uh, go to a carnival that is just uh, jam packed with a Events. Uh, so, yeah, and, and and dancing and music and it's uh, it's so far uh, this this episode is just it is good it is good for my soul. I hope everybody's enjoying it as much as I am. Um, so, 
Don't go nowhere. We will be back in 10. Welcome back. Uh, so, yeah, that is the new fan art reel with just a small taste of the stuff that has come in since the last fan art reel. And um, uh, just, yeah, uh, we, you know, we love the fan art. Thank you so much to everybody who, uh, who contributes. Uh, special, I want to throw out a special thanks to Lemon Twist, who I think has done every single episode, and they're just each one better than the last. Uh, so thanks to everybody. Thanks to Lemon Twist. Uh, and thanks to Jake for putting together that fan art group. And uh, when we left off, the team was at uh, the uh, Port Ruby Museum of Art. And... Um, now that we're we're back, uh, yeah, you're, you're you're hanging out at the museum right now. Um, Cadrax, Ulez, uh, what are y'all doing? So I think there's um, a moment um, after everybody's kind of calmed down from the food or from the food from the food, the dancing. Um, maybe we visited a couple of rooms, and then completely unrelated to the space that we're in. Uh, Ulez looks over to Cadrex and says, Cadrex? Ulez. <laughs> we understand that it is customary to enter a space where they call the bathroom in a pair. Would you accompany uh, myself so we do not fall in any of the holes that may be found in one of these washrooms? I was not aware that humans applied appropriate pair tactics uh, to what could otherwise be a dangerous location. It is absolutely mm -hmm. best uh, to stay with one's bad body. We have therefore, seen it many a film. Oh, therefore, it is absolutely based in reality. Naturally. Um, and then Betty leans over to Vianna and goes, they're getting good at this, actually. The logic is sometimes weird, but like, that's like that's like the most human thing I think. Genuinely spot on. Yeah. I actually was wondering who those two folks were, and then I realized they were ours. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're ours. Uh, I'm gonna die for that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna wander over to. Just honestly, we're just gonna wander out of the space. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as we're out of earshot. Ulez is going to lean in and say, we do not actually wish to go to that space. We simply wanted a, a, a very believable excuse to talk to you away from our allies. I believe you have thoroughly deceived them. I myself believed that you wanted to visit the restroom facilities. Yes, but what would be the purpose? Well, we do not truly really have to wash our hands, for we apply a disinfectant all the time, and, well... Sometimes we sit on the toilet in our apartment, but there is no thoughtfulness, as the humans have expressed. So we spend most of our time in the other rooms, but we are losing the track of what we are trying to say. Um, it has been some time since we have spoken about this, um, and maybe we're, we're walking in talking a little bit now. Um, where do you think we would kind of head to? Uh, let's see. Um... Gift shop. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I mean, let's be real. The window is very enticing. Uh, right, it's like near exterior display. and light and impossible to say no to. Um, so yeah, pretty we absolutely start to head in that direction. Um, 
we have not truly completed our um, our gift for for our for our our, our friend, our, our ally. Should we? Uh, the last we had spoken, we had discussed making a phone call to their parents, uh, and this would uh, be the sounds that we, we 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 record. But we cannot recall what the follow-up of the plan was after that. Do you have perhaps among your inventory the crystalline recording device that we had initially constructed? I I recall in the entirety our our interruption. In fact, it was time travel. <clears throat> yes, it was. It absolutely was. Therefore, um, it has like, been, as you assessed, some time. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was, that was very good. Um, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, and they kind of pat themselves down in, in maybe like their little, uh, little fanny pack. Um, they have that inside. And I'm trying to recall... Ooh, I shouldn't touch my forehead. Um, what it looked like. Um, and unfortunately, do you recall? Because I have harmonica on the brain right now. Um, so my memory is compromised. I love the sort of glass harmonica idea. Though, like, I also saw uh, that you were uh, fiddling with uh, Sunflower in a sort of gadgeteering mode. What do you feel about attaching it to the body of the crystalline device as a sort of Victrola speaker. Ooh, that would be gorgeous. I feel like that um, is something that could be cross-facilitated against uh, the crystalline recording device of the Star Choir. Absolutely. Um, one second. Um, and they have, they also seem to have a, just a large bag of sunflower heads. Um, Unless is going to get to um, taking that organic matter and turning it into something. And they're going to have to, like, pop outside, um, an, uh, like, one of those exits. As we walk uh, past to the shop toward the exterior. <laughs> uh, we just need some solar energy. Uh, it won't be too long, though. Um, uh, are you prepared to, to make the, the call? We shall have to communicate with the humans directly with... No intermediary assistance from our allies. Nonetheless, we have been on this planet for such a long time. We are so qualified to do this. Incredibly so. Yeah. Incredibly so. We have watched many a film, um, some with plots that we understood and most without. But nonetheless, that is knowledge that we can apply in order to make this situation a success. I have flawlessly impersonated humans for years now. Truly multiple revolutions of their planet around their celestial object. And I'm therefore qualified. We may do this. It is exactly two years, right? Isn't that? <laughs> ah. uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess... Uh, Cadrex will pull out their telephonic device, given that your communicator is inherent. Mm-hmm, somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, and oh, yes. we shall call Benny's moms. <laughs> okay, I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
And it, it rings a couple of times, and uh, then you uh, hear the voice of uh, Lola Beckett, played by Jodie Foster, uh, picks up. Hello. Ah, well, we greet you. Um, this is Ulaz Galley, accompanied by um the notorious ally of your um of your child, and Ulaz Jesters. Hello, it is Doctor Caden Dialto, surgeon. Hey, Doc Ulaz. Uh, what can I do you for? We require your assistance with respect to your offspring. Uh huh. You must understand that we have worked closely uh, with your benefer Beckett and have found in that time a most generous being for which uh, we believe retribution is required. Uh-huh. I, look, I look over to Ula as like, so far so good, right? Yes, yes, uh, thus, we have prepared a contraption utilizing the skills uh, known mainly to what you would consider uh, alien sources and unknown powers. And with all of those strange pieces combined, it is the last thing that we need is for you and your partner to come together and share your voice upon this space. Uh, I'm sorry, what now? Uh, you must understand that as part of aforementioned generosity, your offspring communicated and recorded for us, respectively, some of our most meaningful memories. Her instrument was a camera, but we, being not of Terran origin, have our own tools. Nonetheless, if we are to record memories that are precious to her, we have observed that the most heartfelt ones come from you, her progenitor. Oh, you want us to tell stories about Benny? Do you yeah. have a song? Song? You are my sunshine. Oh my goodness. And, um, well, uh, I mean, we do have a song, but I, I can't sing it alone. Uh, hang, hang, hang on a sec. And you hear her like kind of yes. muffle the phone. She's like, oh. Ali, get down here. And, um, uh, and, and you know, you, you can hear something going on on the what? other side. Oh, I um, and uh, yes. then you know it's like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on speaker. Is that okay? Yes. Oh, yes, please. And then you hear a click, and then you hear uh, the voice of uh, Eileen Beckett, uh, played by uh, Helena Bottom Carter, and she's just like, "Hello, can you can you hear me?" Ulas, can you adjust uh, the signal to noise ratio of of this human device to something superior? Hmm, okay. Uh, let me, and they're going to reach out to your phone. Um, Absolutely I want to boost it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, your, 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 uh, your external speakers are never going to sound the same again. They're going to be a little tinny since. Fantastic. Um, Cadrax doesn't care. They can do their internal. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you want like a, a role for interfacing to... 
have no. this to be as loud as possible, okay? Today you can just do whatever you want. And uh, um, you you hear uh, Lola is just like, uh, it just, it just let us know when you're ready. Oh, uh, yes, okay. Um, and a flower and my little touch. Okay, Cadrex, yes. Uh, we I'll put a hand to the crystalline base so that I can use uh, my voice to imprint onto the recording section of the device. And I put the other uh, hand uh, on Ulezis and on the phone. So I guess I'm, I'm kind of holding their hand and the phone like so much palindromic meal. <laughs> it's beautiful. We are right. Yeah. You're, you're okay. And, and then you hear say, you want to go high or should I go low? Like, who does the, you know, we'll go the thing, you know, oh, no, nah, I mean, I think you do the high part better. And they, 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 okay. okay. One, two, and there's like a second. And then you hear, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. But a bump, bump, bump. You never know, dear, how much I love you. No, please don't take my sunshine away. But a bump, bump, bump. Truly, there is no doubt in my mind that this will be as precious to her as her photography is to us. I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for Benny. Oh, no, let us take this opportunity to thank you for being Benny's friend. And, you know, it's over the last year, we've just, we've seen such a change in her. Just the confidence, the, she, she, you know, it's just something we've always wanted to see in her, and, and, and there's not the slightest doubt in our minds that that's, that's from her friends and, and, and everything you've given her. So thank you. Benny has been so crucial within our friend group. We do not know where we would be without her. Uh, truly, we are grateful for you and for all that you have done. Thank you for your kindness. And we hope that you will exist well forever. And we hope that you will come visit us on the farm sometime and show us some of those Ulez Galley horticultural tips. Oh, may we text you a picture of a sunflower? Uh, not a sunflower emoji, but a true sunflower that we have grown using the resources at our fingertips. And, and here Eileen's like, oh, we wish you would. Yes. Okay, um... We'll we shall end this on. voice communication. Thank you once again, and please stand by uh, for botanical communique. <laughs> bye, 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 y'all. Thank you. Bye. And they hang up. That was excellent. That was beautiful. We forgot that there is so much depth within the sounds of humans that are connected. With, with each other. That is so lovely. Truly, their voices resonate their feelings so beautifully, as, as transparent as their harmony is their feeling oh. for one another. Ah, that is quite nice. Okay, um... I shall uh, move back very, very far so as to get the full height of this sunflower. 
Oh, would you? Okay, okay, ma'am. We would like to stand right next to it. Oh, I mean, we will hold it up because it must be displayed. I will go now 30 paces back. <laughs> and, and while Cat Cadrax is like flying back to get the whole thing in, in, in the, uh, into the picture, um, Benny, Vion, what are you doing while this is all going on? Um, I've paused at uh, a painting and I'm, I'm sitting at the bench and I want to say it's a painting um, of the Port Ruby skyline, but from the angle of one of the buildings and it was painted. I want to say, let's say in like the twenties or thirties. And I'm kind of just looking at it and uh, Benny, how close are you? She'll sit next. If you sit down to look at something, she'll sit down with you. And... You know, I've been trying to figure out why this feels so incomplete. Something seems wrong about this painting, and I think it's because uh, the artist didn't include any of the folks. It's just the buildings of a city. It's it just feels a skeleton. Too quiet. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's supposed to feel lonely. Yeah, maybe. And I look at the year that it was painted and kind of like, not really chuckle, but smile and just go, kind of like how it is now. Full of heart. Yeah. Yeah, lots of them, actually. So many. Tons. When uh, we were trying to detect anger uh, to figure out where Sonny was a little while ago, and I was doing a emotional sensing, um, I was just picking up on sort of everything that was going on in the city, and it was so overwhelming in the best way possible. It was every feeling that one could feel is happening at some point in the city somewhere. Benny, how are you doing? <laughs> I think I deserve that. Uh, <laughs> working on it. I guess. Tried to burn over my kitchen sink this morning, if that's any indication. Um, still not going well. And I don't really know what to make of that or how that makes me feel. Did it hurt before when you would... Um... Catch on fire or turn to magma? Not physically. Scared me a lot. For most of my life. It's horrifying. I hated it. And I don't think I realized how much I don't hate it anymore. Until... Until I couldn't, you know? I think I spent so long thinking of it as this separate thing from me. It was this, it was the fire, you know, the fire does this. 
The fire feels this. The fire scares me. And, you know, now that I can't do it anymore, I think I'm kind of finally starting to realize how much it's become a part of me. And I think for the first time in my life, I don't like that I can't burn. So I don't know what emotion that is, but <laughs> that one. Vion holds out his hand. Yeah, she'll take it. And uh, he drops the voice. What did you want to be when you uh, were growing up? Like, what did you want to be like as an adult? Oh, man, so many things. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a, a ballerina for like a summer. I wanted to be a vet for several years. That was like so, yes, we didn't even really have that many animals in the farm. We had like goats and like cats mm -hmm. and like that was it. I was like, I want to be a vet. I don't, I'm not good at science. I don't know why I thought I could do that. I wanted to be an astronaut when I was in like kindergarten. And then I found out you could die in space and that turned me off to that immediately. Um, and then, I don't know, when I was, I want to say like nine or 10, maybe, I got a Polaroid camera and I became obsessed with, I mean, at the time, I don't think I had words for it, but seeing a moment and making it stick, you know? I wanted to tell stories and not be in them because my life was kind of an, becoming enough of a story. And so kind of as I got older, I got into, you know, the photography stuff and then eventually it became film stuff where I could watch everything from behind, behind the lens, you know? I didn't have to be involved but I could, you know, capture someone else's story. I was pretty young. I don't know. I always feel like I started that pretty later, but I think I was, you know, middle school, tweenish. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Here I am in the middle of a story anyway, so I don't really know how well that worked out for me, but <laughs> I tried. Is this a weird thing I've been thinking about? lifespans and mortality and stuff like that recently and uh it's also fascinating when you think about like youth and childhood i guess because there's a seemingly uh, middle beginning and end and uh adulthood for some reason doesn't have that and it kind of feels like this massive free fall <laughs> you're telling me yeah what did you want to be when you were a kid? Honestly, a bear. That's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Sleep you. all winter? That sounds a good it's gig. Absolutely incredible. You get to play in rivers. Yeah. I was really young and I saw one in Yosemite, um, a park name that we really should retire uh, sooner <laughs> than later. I'll start a petition. That could be our next. Defenders of Port Ruby. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Got no yeah, variety now. Like a bear cub. And I was like, that's the dream, man. That's actually what I want to do. I don't want to, 
you know, what do you want to do when you grow up a job? No, yeah. I actually want, I want to play in a river. <laughs> yeah. Screw taxes. I just want to be a little guy in the woods. <laughs> How about now though? Now, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Helpful. I want to, I don't know, be something that was missing for me, I guess, as a kid. You know, my, my moms are great, probably more supportive than they had any right to be through all of this. But, you know, they still didn't have all the tools. Who does? Little nowhere Michigan, your child spontaneously combusts. Who has the tools for that? They did great, but it was, you know, I was pretty isolated. I was pretty alone. I don't know if I could fill in some gaps for someone else. I don't know. I don't know what that is or what that means, but when I grow up, I want to be helpful. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up now? Distinguished. Ooh. I think you're, yeah. you're you're pretty you're pretty close. If not already, I'll let you know that. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think I might need a couple more suits. Oh, we uh, can make that happen. Refine a couple manners. All doable. I haven't quite figured it out, but I had a really interesting conversation with Ulez this morning, and they suggested writing. I hadn't really thought about that in a while. I guess I got really caught up in this whole spirit of justice stuff and kind of lost track of the whole Vion beat. That, uh, that's the superpower. Everything else, I guess, is, um, you know, it's great to be able to get buckets <laughs> pretty easily by phasing through a door. <laughs> All the magic stuff is definitely not too bad. Um, I don't, I want to acknowledge that privilege. I can do kind of anything. Oh, that's yeah. not, that's pretty rad. Yeah. The uh, coolest Swiss army knife in the world. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure there's one out there that's maybe a little bit cooler. I can't like open like a bottle of wine still. So they definitely have we that. You should on work me. on that. You should work on that. Yeah. But I think wanting to celebrate the stories of others is a little bit better of a superpower. And I think that's yours, Benny Beckett. And the fire is just a byproduct of all that. Maybe. And she goes, oh, 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 before I forget again. And she's gonna, um, pull up her backpack uh, or her, I think she just has like a side bag. Um, mm -hmm. She opens it up and she pulls out two things. It's kind of one is just like, like brown paper bag, like wrapped. And then another is a small box. Um, and she sets them both on your lap and says, those are for you. Um, you weren't around when everybody else got their gifts and also yours came all the way later than everybody else's. So I took a little digging because anyways, th just, there you go. So you have two boxes. The one, the one on the top, the little one, um, you open it up 
and inside there's a very oddly shaped like metal thing um and she goes um okay so it's a like a book book bookmark um and it's like two like a a, a thinner or a thicker piece of metal and two really really thin needles almost because you slide it um behind the binding of the book um and then there's like three ribbons coming off of it and you can mark your places and then the middle one the middle ribbon has a um like a pendant i guess uh and it's got the compass on it the compass shape uh and she's like do you remember when i uh did that really bad interview at the forge forge shop um, yeah. still did, did absolutely did not get the job, but, uh, I, I did go back to use the facilities and turns out, um, metalwork is a uh, pretty cool when you are immune to heat and fire. So, um, I made that and you can kind of see that it's like kind of crafted in a way, like you can see, like, <laughs> like when you make something with clay and like the smudge lines through it and there's maybe like a thumbprint on it kind of <laughs> where she clearly was like in the forge with her bare hands <laughs> trying to like make this with like a tool and she says that yeah um not lesbian magic but lesbian craft i suppose to add to the lesbian magic maybe i don't know um you already have a wearable thing so that was that um thank that, you very much yeah uh, the other one's a little weirder. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you open up the, the kind of big square thing, and in there is a frame, framed photo, that the last time you saw it was much newer, probably. Uh, Rick, what is it, what is, exactly does it look like? Well, it is a photo, uh, it is an old uh, Western tintype, of uh, Sheriff Virgil Wheeler standing against uh, a wall in a bar in Grave Glen. The first time you saw it was the night you died and was resurrected, and and uh, and uh, the the entity that assumed the form of Sheriff Virgil Wheeler took you through a tour of Grave Glen, and that's the first time you saw it. And then when you were time traveling uh, with your group, uh, you saw Benny actually take that photo. Uh, and, before it was hung on the spot where you would later see it. Um, it took a little bit. I wasn't 100% sure how to get it, but, or if it would even, you know, still be there. But I, I uh, was in cahoots with Destiny, um, so I'm sure she'll be texting you, bothering you about it. Uh, but I had her go see if she could track it down, and I guess it was still there. Um, but she, she mailed it to me uh, so I could get it to you. And everybody else got a photo, but I couldn't really figure out what would, you know, mean something. And then I remembered I had technically already taken one, kind of. So, I guess you can do with it whatever you want, but there you go. Vion is crying silently not to attract attention or make a moment of it it is a very involuntary reaction as tears stream down his face as he does everything in his power to control the muscles so that they do not reveal just how dramatic his emotions are internally 
And the only giveaway, aside from, I guess, the literal water pouring down his face, is how hard he is clenching your hand as he oh. looks at it. Okay, and well, I did not mean to make you cry, but... Um... He doesn't say a lot uh, in response to that. There's a lot of thoughts kind of swirling through his mind, and he just looks back up at the painting and then kind of wipes the tears away and says... You know, I've changed my mind. I actually really like this painting. I, I think um, I didn't see what it was maybe providing before. I think it's hope. I think that no matter what, we can make Port Ruby whatever we want. I think that's a good thing. And I think if you fill it with the right people and he squeezes your hand extra mm -hmm. hard, I think there will always be hope. Thank you, Benny Beckett. Thank you, Fionn Vigor. And she's gonna lean over and give you, like, side hug, head on shoulder, kind of. And they'll kind of just keep looking at the painting. And while you're doing that, Ulez and Kadrax uh, come uh, back from their trip to the bathroom. Hey, so how was your trip? Oh, um, the area is secured. Yes, and the water was functional. Ulez did not fall in. <laughs> and I'm going to turn my back to both humans and face Ulez and... <laughs> so they can see the elbows. Yep. <laughs> both both humans, both humans <laughs> are sitting there like... Oh, that's good. Like we, we that's great, Ulez. That's a, that's you're really making progress there. <sighs> oh my gosh. Um, um, as this is absolutely a good time. Um, um, we do not know the custom uh, practice of giving gifts. However, we have received a a fair share. Um, Benny in particular. Um, and they, they hold their necklace and like, look at the little, um, the picture in the grass from Spire. Like, it is truly a nice feeling to receive something that is sentimental and something that reminds you of the individual themselves. Thus, with the great intelligence of our ally Kadrax and the creativity of the world's greatest detective, we have combined our skills and made um, and I, I like to imagine that, like, Cadrax and Ulez with their hands together, like, presented <laughs> at the exact same time. Uh, and what is, what does the, um, the audio portion of it look like? The recorder, um, from, uh, uh, BP, I guess, Beta Pixidus. Rick, are there any details that I should remember? Because it is, it is the same as, uh, the recorders that, um, Sonnefell's Lullaby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. On. I don't remember that there was anything. I don't uh, remember physical description about it. Um, so uh, crystals can cleave in a couple different ways. There's like uh, the way that mica cleaves. Uh, there's like you know, uh, uh, salt is, has a cubic cleavage plane, and then there's like things like quartz uh, that are the hex planes. Mm -hmm. um, I like the idea that it is uh, built on that uh but sort of almost interlocked and uh hexagonally jenga towered <laughs> um 
into into the base of it went. Um, and I think how did how did we integrate uh, the crystalline resonators into uh, the sunflower list? Um, we definitely took a, a very short stop at the gift shop. Um, <laughs> there we purchased some pencils um, that had the logo of the museum on it, um, some ribbon, and uh, I think an old audio player. Um, I think it was maybe like, um, what do you call those things? A CD player? Um, you know, uh, the round thing that sometimes goes in microwaves. Um, but Liz took apart every single thing and really stripped it for its copper wiring um, and used that as the connector between the crystal and the flower to kind of create that, that physical and magical connection, we'll say, um, and then was able to cast the sunflower because it's just the head of the sunflower. Um, I, I like to imagine maybe, like, is it sitting on the top of this? I mean, yeah, I, I sort of like the the uh, old school Victrola structure of it where the head of it is is the head of the sunflower right. kind of thing, right? Um, and all of the petals have been kind of arc, cur curved, arced in a certain way to, you know, uh, create the best sound performance. I know these things. Um, and um, the, the middle brown bit is a very soft, plush surface that won't lose any of its of itself because it is now cast forever um, in this device. And they present it to you. Ta-da! We didn't Thank wrap it. You. I mean, you don't have to. Uh. Uh, we had some uh, plastic bag that I was gonna cut up into strips and then braid and then create some kind of wrapping, but there was only enough time. There are pages from the book that we had to cut the bookmark for the ribbon, but using that to wrap things, I thought it would make Pete Alameda mad and then Vion would That's be fair. sad. Oh, that was why we said, or you said no. Okay. I thought, I um, thought, I don't, humans are unpredictable. The strangest yeah. thing provokes. Well, this is a real, uh, this is a real pretty combination of uh, materials. Is this, this looks familiar. The, the, well, so traditionally my people will resonate it, but for want of, of a voice, uh, we added this and I'll point toward an actuator. Um, I think it should be, you know, like the little winding music boxes? Please. They sell those at museums anyway. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think, can we admit our actuator out of that? Absolutely. I know, I'm it's asking a little Universe's greatest detective and gadgeteer extraordinaire. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I put you will, Benny will do the little. <laughs> And the truest representation, uh, filtered and mix mastered yeah. <laughs> uh, by Catrice into the device engineered by Ules. I think at the, I think at the immediately the, <laughs> are you ready? You good? Okay. Top part. Like before they even start singing <laughs> that, but that's recorded yes. to the, like, is I she already was already tearing up before, and has just gotten control of herself. It immediately tears up again, and then when they start singing, I think it is very just quiet waterworks. Um, 
this room is full of tears. Um, <laughs> did we? Did we? And um, when? Oh no! And she's like smiling. Like, like she's like smiling. Like so big. Like, um, conflicting emotions. I, I, I thought we did well. And when it finishes, when they finish singing, um, she just like holds it so close to her chest and she says they I I I don't I don't I don't even she's crying like and then she's gonna go up to both of you and it's just immediate like (laughs) it's gonna hand hand to be on so full force of Benny hug on both of you and okay, that was good. <laughs> okay, I think I think that was I think that was good. I think that was it. Did and just holding it. She's you both. It's so good. It's so good. They're happy tears. It's this this that's it's everything. Thank you. We are so grateful for you. Thank you. I'm grateful for you guys every day. And she's gonna. Grab a hand at beyond. We're, we're group hugging in this in this museum exhibit. <laughs> or my name isn't Benifer Beckett. Okay, <laughs> yes, oh no, dog thinks it's about them as well. So now there are paws yeah. on a couple of shoulders. Yes, we are. We are group hugging, and Betty's just over overwhelmed with love for these very important people. In, in this her life. group hug. Um, to V or yeah, to Vion, Ulez whispers, um, and like kind of like smushes a hand down um, and pulls up this tiny little card. Um, Vion, uh, we wanted to give you this very quickly. This is the honorary card of a keeper um, to be recognized um, by any of us anywhere you go in the universe. Um, and it's just like. It's very like home craft. Um, it was the leaves of a of the sunflower pressed and like layered and pressed into a card, and then using the little bit of uh, grass from Spire um, that wasn't already in their locket, they wrote out the name Vion, um, and then it's like like laminated but with something uh, more eco friendly and you know that will last quite well and look shimmering forever. Uh, it's nothing special, but you should you can hold on to it. Can I, and if this breaks anything, I'm happy to retract it, Rick. But if, can the stunned Vion take that and phase it into the compass so it is attached and becomes one? Um, <laughs> you probably cannot actually do that. Vion tries, and when he cannot, Vion turns to Les and says, Keep it on your wallet. I will put it in my wallet, but I assure you, I will find a permanent way to display this prominently. You do not have to. It is meant to be kept. It is like, remember that that, that card we had to make others believe that we were the library investigators? Right. Similar energy. We just want you to hold a card of power uh, because it makes you distinguished. 
And I turned to Benny, will you look at that? I told you you were just one step away, man. Wow, I really got that one in, in, in four minutes. That really, that's it. I can retire. This is perfect. Thank you so much, Ulez. Oh, uh, you're, you're welcome. Sh should we remain in this group hug still? Like we're all like, we're all, you know, just like uh, <laughs> so it sort of has like a little bit of a uh, group hugs are also conspiratorial huddles. Yes. Yes. You're near the Arboretum. Mm -hmm. Ulas, do you have the plants from our worlds? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, we always carry them. And the spotted water lily, which I believe is yes. needed to be recultivated in our time. Mm-hmm. Would anyone care to do some gorilla botany? Criminal gardening. Yes. Uh, as long as no plants are harmed in the yeah. actions of our criminal activity, yes. In fact, if, if pickpocketing is the art of taking things and putpocketing is the art of giving them, we should putpocket plants. Yes. Well, we have an hour before the carnival begins. This is excellent. Good. Good. We go, we go do that. Vian and, I think Vian and Benny will do like, like, uh, distraction. La yeah, loud conversation with people around to like, like, give, give them time to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, we are very to... good at caper now. We yes. have this down. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is a science. Yeah. And now we are, if, if we God, can rob banks, which we've never squirrels. Done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you leave the museum and you head down to the Arboretum, which is located back in, uh, uh, uh Greenacre Park. Um, and, uh, and, the Arboretum is only open on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, if you recall. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it is locked up tight right now. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Bummer. Oh, no, boy. Geez. We were really what? hoping to go in, weren't we, uh, 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 Brandon? <laughs> As Vian is improvising a loud conversation to you, Benny. Yes, oh, Victor. Really? I really yes. wanted to, and we're going to be like, fly, 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 fly over the gate. Go. <laughs> if this is helpful. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and you... Are we able to? Yeah. Fly over the gate, whatever you want to do. Um, you're, you're making, making yeah. a really cool entry. Yeah, and you, you land on the <laughs> other side, and uh, you look around, and uh, then you, you know, hear, it's like, Hey! What are you doing here? And you turn and you see it's Ed Lewis, and uh, he's, he's he's actually just got the C C B in his hand that you you just gave him, and he's like, uh, uh, you you came to visit me. You came to visit your buddy Lewis, even though we just saw each other. Uh, you, you, you all the best. Come on, come on, uh, go in for a group hug. Come on. Uh, before before the hug is truly uh, initiated, we we have a a request. <clears throat> We have a request that is of the utmost importance. Lewis, you just name it. Come Any, closer. No, no, anything no, no. for my buddy. Yes, yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> we, we are performing the act of silencing you gently. Oh, yes. Yeah, what are we? Why are we, we being quiet? have in our possession one, two, potentially three plants. I think only two that must be planted 
in this arboretum, and they have to be protected at all costs. We are not, we are unable to share every ounce of information with you, but uh, we will share, I will share a very detailed care guide. Um, but the nature of their power is yet mistaken. The only thing that is known about them is that one is called, um, uh, <clears throat> Cadrax the Yellow Flowers from Beta Pixidus. Catrax uh, will make a, a dual-toned whistle, most of which is hypersonic, because they never thought to translate it into human. Uh, so they just give you the choir name. Like, <laughs> just throwing it right back in your lap like a naming hot potato. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll call that one the yellow spotted whistling flower. Oh, no, 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 you're mixing them up. That is, that one is not spotted. That is the yellow screaming flower. Y- yellow screaming uh, flower. And this, <laughs> this one is the spotted water lily. Spotted water. Oh, I, yeah, it would have been confusing. It's, it's yeah, got, okay. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, he's, and um, he pulls out like a pad and starts writing this stuff down. Uh, and I also have <laughs> um, <laughs> two little blades of grass. You can propagate these. Um, they will continue to grow. Um, these are called, uh, and they look to, to Benny. Uh, I believe you are in there alone. Aspire <laughs> grass. Aspire grass. It is very good for, uh, the nature creatures like your butterflies and ladybugs. Um, oh, I also think I smoked some spire grass once. Uh, you get it because oh, I'm making uh, it too. It's about uh, yeah, never mind. No, no, do not do not ignite it. No, 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 no. No, no, it must be cared and protected for, Lois. This is of the utmost, utmost importance. importance. Well, protecting Utilize plants is, is my life. It, At it, all it's costs. a family legacy. You are the R R uh, um Admiral R hmm, hmm. Admiral Arboretum. Yes! And this is where your heroics are truly necessary as guardian of life, not just of this place, but of places from beyond the stars, of places lost and places that may yet find themselves. This arboretum thereby becomes the legacy of humanity, of a choir, and of keepers. Please protect them. I don't know what all that is, but it sounds really cool. Uh, here, why don't you show me how we plant this stuff, and then I, I you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm not really a gardener. I'm just like a security guy. But uh, uh, oh, uh, give me your um, digital communications, and we will uh, send you. It is not incredibly long by your PDF standards. It shouldn't be any more than five hundred pages. Um, <laughs> it is simply the research that we have been able to acquire. One of these is, in fact from your very earth. So there's a lot more information, but uh, um, we are overwhelmed. Let us go plant. <laughs> and we'll find little ecologically appropriate zones based on like what we see, uh, maybe like a little bit of sensing for some of the like soil. Like, mm-hmm. al- I don't know whether like, uh, picks it as like alkaline, but like, I feel like if there's one thing Ulez has on lock, it's soil analysis. <laughs> oh, absolutely. When we need it to get down control. and dirty. 
<laughs> so you let's see, like Ulas in their prime. <laughs> yeah, let's say you show Lewis how to plant those, and uh, um, uh, I think I think we already established in the past that you, you you had used the spotted water lily to make samples for Dawn so that she could have that uh, serum. Uh, I also have the one two from of them, my right? yeah. water friend. Yeah, my aquatic yeah. friend. So it's like we'll we'll assume this is the other one, and uh, yeah, okay, thank you. And yeah, you show Lewis how to do that, and he vows to guard them with his life on his family honor, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then head back to the carnival. Um, yeah, lights are on. Anybody want to do anything on the way to the carnival? We'll go straight uh, to Unstrap Lori from Dog and put them back on me, mostly. <laughs> oh, goodness. I didn't know that Lori was strapped to Dog. <laughs> well, every I mean, now and then, I mean, they escape. But yeah. Lori has been riding themselves back on. Lori has been oh. riding dog around the park while you were in the museum, like like a cowboy, just you know. <laughs> uh, and, Holding on um, to sticks, hitting like people's legs and their knees. All the time, I've been imagining these cutaways, like <laughs> while they were dancing. I picture just like dog's paw on Lori's head while we were like oh, in I our in, like their 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 background characters throughout. So I suppose. <laughs> see them at their apogee uh <laughs> suspicion somehow averted by lorgian machinations and uh they are now co-conspirators yeah. to what rodentine end we know not if this Lord. was ever like a, a full series graphic novel kind of like with one piece how there's a panda hidden in every um chapter we would just have like a lorry or a dog hidden mm-hmm. on the episode like on the sessions that they weren't actually there i mean they'd be obvious in some of the places but sometimes you gotta look for the hidden lorry but look, look for the hidden dog <laughs> right the what little lore drop <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow Okay, well, that's the end Turns of the episode. Out, I had a great time. The of everything of the series was to make that specific <laughs> that, <laughs> that way. That's quite the payoff, yeah. Um, so, uh, the you, you <laughs> enter into the carnival, uh, I'll say, after the time in the museum and after your time in uh, the Arboretum. It is starting to get dark. It is October. The sun sets pretty early. And... Um, yeah, you can see the lights from the rides, the Ferris wheel, the, the zipper thing, you know, just uh, just bumper cars. There's, you know, all those kind of, you know, cheap traveling rides that go from like town fair to town fair kind of thing. Um, and it, it's all sort of spread out in front of you. And you can, you know, you've got uh, that brochure, which is a map of where everything is. And you can sort of see where the artist alley is, where the farmer's market is, where the photo booth is. Uh, the um, the largest sunflower competition is not for a couple of hours. What would you like to do first? We're going to rapid fire this. we got 30 minutes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely, we hit a couple of games. Yeah. Like, like ring toss, the bottles, the like fishing ducks out of the... Mm-hmm. Can we take on a rigged game with the height of our powers? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. obviously. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, absolutely. You go to... <laughs> Yeah, you go to one of those like ring toss games where, you know, it looks like it's all fair, but actually the, the thing is way too big for the ring to mm-hmm. go around, you know, because you, you're seeing yeah. it from the angle that doesn't mm-hmm. let you know that. Um, and uh, uh, may I? Yeah, absolutely. Lewis enters in one of the, the one where like the, the water gun shoots water into like a hole, but like, yep. you never quite have enough water mm-hmm. pressure to get the thing to go up to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as Willis sits down, they recognize like, oh, this is not quite functioning. <laughs> and they like adjust it a little bit and then like, then they have enough water pressure to win. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And um, and Vion uses his magic to beat the ring toss game. And um, uh, I'll be honest, I probably just offer the person money. I just like <laughs> I look at the prize and just like just like in Hush Town, just like how much uh, how much would it cost just to get one of those? Right. Uh, these game. aren't for sale, so you you've got to win the contest. Absolutely. How much do you want for one of those? For the contest to be won, you kind of looks around. <laughs> forty bucks. Absolutely, uh, I give forty-five five-dollar tip, and I will also hand over a signed headshot. <laughs> you, sir, are a distinguished gentleman. <laughs> I, and, I uh, okay. and he looks. At, he looks at the headshot, and he's like, "Who's this? <laughs> oh, it's you." <laughs> uh, uh. Well, great. Um, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna keep keep this. He kind of like folds it up and like puts it in his back pocket. Um, and uh, you you enjoy. What did you take, by the way? What kind of prize? Um, let's see. Um, we have. I don't want to. It is going to be. Uh, what's Benny's favorite animal? Benny goats. It's it's a big it's a big goat. A big stuffed animal goat. <laughs> yeah, you get a goat, and uh, Ulez, uh, when you fix uh, the, 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 the water gun game, uh, you win a giant um, uh, koala bear. And uh, It goes to Lori right away. <laughs> um, it may or may not have been consumed right after. <laughs> yeah, Lori, Lori like, squares up with it at first, like he wants to fight. <laughs> Um, it was a gift. Oh no! Now you're eating. Oh wow! Okay. Nope. Nobody saw. Lori, stop. <laughs> oh, dogs oh, are human shepherd. That's tug instincts. Oh, if something geez. has their mouth on stuffed toy, oh, there's this might everywhere. be the contextual like context. It's like, oh, play. <laughs> Koala mine. Koala yours. <laughs> tug of war till there's nothing left and all yeah, war should know is war they are pulling <laughs> that thing apart um, and uh, what's the next stop Benny has to do the uh, like the strength like mm-hmm. mallet mm-hmm. Yes. she makes one of the one of her friends record it so that she can send it to Will specifically. <laughs> yeah, and She's you do pretty well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you get that on video and uh, you send it off to Will. Um, and uh, you, don't, you don't immediately get a response. No, that's okay. No, I get probably out on some mission or something. I, I win. I, I'm winning a shark. I want to get a shark plushie. And that is also going to Will at some point. <laughs> Sure, 100%. He is Shark Boy. And no matter what his superpowers ended up being, he is Shark Boy forever and ever in her phone. So she needed to get him a shark to go along with the video. She takes a selfie with that too and sends it to him. And that's, yes, I needed to do that. (laughs) Yeah, that is adorable. And yeah, you've totally got that. And uh, you you stop by uh, uh, the cutest animal competition, which uh, uh, Lori the Lorgen wins no problem. Um, Do they? Yeah, a hundred percent. Does the Lori guy, they... sabotage the competition? Like, Obviously, fair... no, <laughs> in striking fear into them so that they drop out or run away. Oh, yeah. except here's the thing: we heard that there are squirrels there fairly often. So I mm. like to think that as they get toward like the final rounds, it's That's like canon, yeah. it's mm-hmm. they're in cahoots. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're this in there. This is organized. Yeah, they announce, you know, it's like, and the winner is the blue squirrel. And then it's a, someone whispers and the guy's like, blue chipmunk? Blue oh. Groundhog. Oh, they, they, this I thing. Lord Jen, they, they were Lord Jen. Lori! And like, they're going to hold them up. And, like, do a little, yeah. um, and yeah, he's a little first prize ribbon. Food? Oh, it's just a ribbon. <laughs> and it's a ribbon. He eats it, though. <laughs> oh. It's like halfway in the mouth. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, well, pull out the bottom half. No, we're just gonna we're gonna let you wear that. Yeah. There we go. You are placed. Up. It immediately goes back in the mouth as soon as you put it on. Oh, well. Okay. I hope I was tasting like victory. So what next? <laughs> we grab some honey. Yeah, we get honey. We need to make sure that Cadrax plays at least one whimsical no point game. Please. Which one would Cadrax gravitate towards? Um, let's see. Uh, well, okay. So there's what Cadrax would gravitate toward because uh, they're they're like the shooty things, yes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're shooty things. There's ring toss. I don't. Sam has watched movies, but if anyone knows more games, I haven't been to one of these. Um, you can. There's like dart balloons. Uh, Dart yes. for balloons. What's the goldfish one? Are you scooping goldfish with like something very unscoopable? Oh, I can't even think. I I would love this carnival never to do that to poor goldfish. <laughs> this I one has more. Like, it immediately becomes about stealing all the goldfish and free. How about like it's the junk goldfish? Booth, like, how about, oh, you have like, to try to dunk... hit the thing to knock someone into a dunk. Yeah, there's like a clown Ooh. sitting in a chair, and you like throw like balls Brilliant. at like a little bullseye, and then if you hit the bullseye, the clown gets dunked into the water. Commit a little violence against someone who's heckling you, you know. Yeah. I there's always dark I think this sounds cathartic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you you go to the dunk booth and yeah, there is a um uh, there there yeah. There's a clown and as you step up the clown sort of starts hurling insults at you and you know sort of like, "Oh, looks like someone uh, uh is is going to give it a shot." Uh hmm, I don't think those with those noodle arms you're going to be able to do anything. No, for I had noodles for dinner, and though I have been told uh, one is what one eats, I assure you it has been a while since I have consumed fearsome competitors, and yet. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. Noodle arm is gonna dunk me. Do not be afraid, it is but water so far as I know. Nonetheless, I must submerge you for glory. <laughs> and yeah. also, that very large stuffed animal, I believe that my roommate would appreciate it. You've got no shot. It's a giant sloth. You have to win it for Kristen. Yeah. Oh, that sloth. is perfect. Yep. Uh, should I roll coordination on this? Sure. May I add my roll weapons? Up the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, you can't add your weapons because oh well. Nah, it's like a, and they're a thrown. Sh- a weapon. Shooting um, the target. Shot put. It's just a cloth weaponry. <laughs> Okay, what the hell? We'll use your weapons. Yay! Uh, I would use a value, but all work, no play is getting broken tonight. <laughs> As a value. Yes. All right, yeah. come on, die. Oh, that's a four on the die. Um, plus eight coordination is 12. Uh, plus one weapons is plus 13. Plus one weapons is 13. 
and you hit the bullseye and there's like a horn sounds and a bell yes. rings and the clown goes right down into the water tank. Uh, and the people we cheer so loud. You kind of cheer, yeah. Um, and uh, the guy, who, the proprietor of the booth, booth is just sort of, um, it's like, hey, another winner! And, and uh, pulls down the giant sloth for you. And <laughs> have a sloth! See? Fun! Yeah. Thank you. This is... I hedonistically enjoyed this experience. And although it has ostensibly utilitarian uh, utility output, and I hold up the sloth intended yes, as of course. a gift, there is no place for this in our apartment. And, and therefore it seems that it did not have express purpose. This is fun. And uh, as you say that, you get a text message. Um, it is from Milo, the nurse from your clinic, who says, uh, stuck at work, not going to make it. Thanks anyway. Hmm. There's there's a long moment I think where there there are like multiple flashes uh, through Cadrax's head. There's the flash that just like flies Milo here, um, and and utilizes every bit of their super heroics uh, to get him to the proverbial church on time. Um, <laughs> but then they reflect on what Milo is doing, um, which is a more important heroic. Safe lives. We'll see you tomorrow. And he sends back a heart. This is one of the good ones, right? This means something different than the vegetable? Uh, I was oh, warned about the vegetable. It's just a, like an appreciation, like a... Like a what yeah. color is the heart? Is this of significance? No. Oh, sometimes. No. <laughs> no? No. Oh. Oh. Um, no. However, they said that they were canceling on you. Were you prepared to perform? I was going to be accompanying uh, Milo for, for the talent jam. Yes. Um, it appears that I will have neither slam nor jam this night. Well, I mean, you could always perform solo. Whatever Cadrex wants. We will cheer very loud. Shh, Lori, no, we don't cheer now. We will cheer when they perform. <laughs> <laughs> you had a really good warm-up earlier. Your slot is still reserved. I just shocked. I'm going to look over to Vion. <laughs> uh, Vion looks back and thinks about something. That was for a talent show? Is that right, Doc? Yes. Okay. Well, if you definitely, you know, if you want to show off your talents, 
um, with other folks uh, doing all that by all means. Um, but if your evening freed up, I wouldn't mind uh, getting your musical opinion on something else a little bit later, if that's all right. I am always available for consult. Okay, great. Yeah, after we wrap up our carnival activities, um, I got a spot to show you all, I guess. Oh, yes. Is it the time of judgment? I would like to look to the 20-foot monster. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Well, we have but five minutes to prepare. Ah, oh, we must go quickly. We run. Yeah. <laughs> You teleport. run through the uh, teleport, right? Yeah, you get one. Yeah, sure. You <laughs> teleport. starts running and immediately gets grabbed. And... Oh, ah. right. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Right to the uh, largest sunflower competition. And um, there are, uh, like I said, you were number 35. So there were uh, uh, like oh, around 40 people in it. And there are some pretty big sunflowers there, <laughs> but uh, nothing like what you are bringing. And uh, after, you know, they, they show all the sunflowers and uh, they say, you know, essentially the, the judge, head judge walks up to the stage and he says, we have a lot of interesting specimens this year, but none as interesting as this two-story sunflower that was brought to us by one of the heroes of Port Ruby, Sunflower. Oh, me, me, yes, yes. Yes, you, um, yes. Oh, uh, uh, well, we thank you. Uh, well, we are passionate about this. Oh, you, I need to walk on the stage. Yes, yes. Yes, come, um, we'll come, sunflower. With your sunflower. will teleport over. Oh, and then teleport back with the sunflower. <laughs> yeah, just bamf, you right on stage with the sunflower. Uh, do, do, I, do I share who, who I am thankful for? Wow. Uh, and share whatever what, you'd what like. Do? Okay, uh, first we would like to thank, um, I guess we would like to thank Planet Earth. Um, your existence has been pretty pretty cool. Um, we're, we're happy for that. Uh, and then secondly, um, we would like to thank our most important allies. These are allies that we would consider our closest friends. And without them, we would never have been able to blossom like this two-story tall sunflower. And instead, we would have been shriveled, not yet gone, but never truly fulfilling my entire purpose. Um, but yeah, th thank you. And the crowd sort of leaps to their feet and gives you like a standing ovation or, or your sunflower standing ovation, one, one oh. or the other. Oh. Um, and oh, uh, what else, any, anything else you want to do at the carnival? I think we had a Ferris wheel and, and then- some teacups. And some teacups. I think so the... we'll do the talent show. Yeah? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. We do talent show yes. for sure. I think I will. I think Cadrax will uh, take the spot since they are registered for the event. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, I think their colleague, their ally, has inspired them. Um, and yeah, the spot is still open. Um, Cadrax, what do you think you play in the talent show? 
I will be performing a theme and variations. <clears throat> Thank you. Please pardon me. <laughs> Somewhere a dog barks. Um, and uh, my yeah, goodness, you get up. sure does. Uh, you, yeah, so you get up on stage and uh, you want to describe what you do or just. Wherever the tune may carry us, let's never forget our bond. From the hills of Cantalena to the choir far beyond. You will never be alone. My child, you'll always have a home. As long as you keep this song close to your heart. And from that bass theme, they will take up on their fiddle and they will loop and vary and augment and diminish the theme and sing and play and try to extrapolate the bits of the lullaby they never quite got to hear hearing it as it is on an almost incomplete cadence uh, and in the final variation. As long as you keep this song close to your heart, we'll never part. And we'll sing it out me. to your allies. You just killed me. Um, wow. Uh, and this strange alien melody just, you know, just, just wins the crowd over and, uh, and you, you, you come in third. <laughs> Excellent. Because, uh, third place and first place, uh, winners are always the happiest. Well, this is this was studied in uh, human athletic. I believe holds true for Star Choir as well. They are a very, very happy bronze boy. Oh, um, dog is wearing the medal. Dog gets the medal, and then y'all hit the teacups. Um, and uh, we have beyond... we do um, a photo booth, which we do really quick. We have to. The, I think the first two photos are like very confused, trying to like get everybody and then we get one good smiling and then one where everybody's very goofy and i think that's our i think that's our photo strip 100 <laughs> percent um vion you have to spend an hour at your signing table um <laughs> you, you lots of arguments over whether the movie or book of the dark window was better um all that's and, happening um benny will take uh the aliens on as many rides as they are <laughs> excited about <gasps> I feel like Cataracts loves roller coasters. Yeah. I think it feels like flying to them. <laughs> I think the rickety ones aren't scary because you can literally just fly. Yeah, you'll be fine, yeah. It's not scary. And so they, they love it. They yeah. are there. That's so good. Uh, they're, so, and they're just like, <laughs> Yeah, and Lord um, um, And uh, yeah, any other scenes we want to have at the carnival? 
Uh, if there's a moment where Cadrax is kind of like determined to ride the exact same ride twice, <laughs> um, Les is like, um, yes, uh, you might take Lori. And they hand you like the, the half harnessed uh, Lori who's like slipped out. They got like their legs kicking. Um, they want nothing to do right now except go hang out with the squirrels. Um, no, no, okay, you will stay there. Yeah. <laughs> You say the worst things sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Lori. <clears throat> um, uh, Kadrex, Betty, Betty and I are going to go on the, the, the spinning jumbo cups. <laughs> Good pick. Mm-hmm. Lori, come with me and I will speak to you of revolution. Right <laughs> <laughs> away. Uh, and yeah, Kadrex, you take uh, Lorjin off, and Benny, as you uh, get a seat in the uh, spinning jumbo cups, uh, which start very slowly at first. What what happens? Uh, Benny, um, we do not fully understand or have ever truly asked you what your dreams or your future plans were as a human and a resident of Port Ruby, but... Oh, wow, this is getting fast. Um, I mean, we don't have to spin it, but he, like, stops the middle plate. Like, we could just, oh, okay. Ooh, we can just okay, do the big okay. spin. We don't have to do the little spins if you don't want to. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Oof. We see. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Mm. Um, there are homes and golden gardens that are being repaired, and there are so many spaces and so many people in that community that would honor and be so grateful to have you there. Would you ever consider moving? There wouldn't be any rent. Uh, electricity is charged by the community, and, um, well, the only thing is, is just sometimes you grow some vegetables and share them with everyone. I think Benny, like, that I feel like was not even like anywhere remotely in the ballpark of what she was expecting this conversation to be about at all. And like has to like take a, a second to like bring that into a, in, put herself in a reality where that is a possibility. And I think she just like, she's not part, I mean, she's, she's not particularly impulsive in like outside of protect, you know, mode. Like, and we're just, you know, on a teacup ride. There's no real reason, you know, for her to feel, you know, the, 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 the impulsive bit. This is a real life thing in which it takes her 20 minutes to him and haw over a coffee decision. So it is uh, jarring to her and probably you as well when she just says, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Perfect. All the documents are available at the detective agency. Um, ooh, my, my assistant drew them up. Uh, wrote them and or printed them but yeah i mean uh, i might need to you know figure some stuff out but i i i think yeah it's a space that needs a lot of work still but everybody has been working tirelessly to improve everything it has to be a space where folks with powers can feel safe that they can feel like they can be themselves and Port Ruby doesn't have a lot of those yet, but I believe that this can be that. And you would be the best member of that community. I don't know about that. Ula's galley lives there. But, uh... Ah! <laughs> I go there to watch Suda Stars. Yeah, well... 
we'll talk. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll set it up. We'll, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Was the ride over? Huh. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, that's a and lot the ride of spinning. Comes to an end. <laughs> Vion, Cadrex, what are you doing while that's going on? Anything or just hanging out with Lorjan and say your signing table or, or I'll uh I'll wrap up at the table and I will um Oh, you won't in. sign for the last person? It is Cadrax <laughs> in a transparent disguise. They are absolutely convinced. Like we're talking Mark's glasses, baby. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, who should I make this one out to? And I pull like a copy of the book. Just Troy. Just Troy. Uh, that's with a J, is that right? Yes. <laughs> I sign. Wonderful. You keep reading them, I'll keep writing them. And I slide. There you go, Just Troy. I open this. I look back. Promise? And uh, I nod down to what I signed, and it is a little piece of music that I wrote. Ooh. Can Cadrax read in human music? They learned. <laughs> I think they learned. Uh, what is it? It's just like a little tune um, that when played together um you realize is the core components of uh a g suspended six chord this is idiomatic only to a limited number of genres in human music this is not terribly common in most of uh, the common practice period nor in many uh, world traditions. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, kind of the thing that attracted me to uh, my favorite genre of music, which happens to be jazz. It's uh, the idea that nothing doesn't belong somewhere. And the rules are simply there to provide communication, not limitation. That does seem the most Vion chord possible. You know, I was going to invite my friend uh, to this little venue that I, I go to every so often, but I can't seem to find them. I have no idea where they are. I've been looking around. Um, are you carrying Lorgen right now as well, even with your... <laughs> um, I think I am not carrying Lorgen. Dog mm -hmm. uh, is... Is sort of like sort of carrying Lorjan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's uh, because you know there's the dog harness that Cadrax has, and there's the harness Ula's had for Lorjan. And dog is just imitating. It, it is in microcosm, little little miniature. Uh, and I look down at uh, the collective of, of companions. Uh, uh, and, and you, uh, my good friend, do you happen to... Have you seen uh, uh, my friend uh, Cadrax anywhere by any chance? As I say to the Lorge and Dog Collective. 
uh, over and I look like past Cadrax in that direction. If you turn around, I'm gonna yeah. just whoosh the whole thing. And by the time you turn back, I will not have completely whooshed it. I'm not that smooth. <laughs> uh, I will give you then a second <laughs> as I look in another direction uh, as if I didn't see it. And all right, then, uh, there, there. Ah, Vion, there you are. I've been looking for you. Oh, wonderful. Well, I just wrapped up. Uh, I signed my last book for the evening um, to uh, a very kind uh, person. And our conversation uh, kind of uh, uh, lit a little light bulb uh, over my head. Would oh, you true. care to accompany me um, to a separate location where we might indulge in some music? That has been a recurrent motif. It's all a musical construction. Therefore, it seems only fitting that I should agree. Wonderful. I will text uh, our allies the location so they may join us shortly. And we'll stroll kind of down the street um, as that stall's packed up, if that works. Oh, yeah. We come back a little bit, a little dizzy with some cotton candy um, for Lori. <laughs> Did you guys did you have a scene before we showed up though? Yeah, you can stroll with us. Okay, okay, yeah. Then we we meet meet up with you. Um, Doc, you pick up music so well. We spent very little time back in time, I suppose, and yet today you exercise the full extent of that musical language, and that was really impressive. I appreciate your compliment, I assure you. Human musical traditions are lovely. <laughs> Thank you. I have enjoyed learning them, as I have enjoyed learning your ways. That makes me very happy to hear, because uh, becoming friends with you has been one of the most inspiring experiences, considering up until we met, I just assumed music was a universal language. It turns out it quite literally is, which I like a lot. I like the idea that there's something that can unify all of us. And as we round the corner, we get to the rattling hi-hat. And Viana's a thought, but then saves it for a second. I mean, that, that is probably actually you probably had to teleport or fly there or something. The rattling high hat being back and forth. Oh, sure. Somewhere. Great. Yeah. yeah. We can portal that out then. <laughs> so we turn sure. a corner yeah. into a portal. Actually, uh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. Doc, you often mention, like, uh, I'm not from around here. And it we is enter. True. <laughs> the rattling hi-hat and I start to like say hi to some folks as we go in and you know it's just like this is Dominique they're uh, originally from uh, actually south of the border uh, they've only been in, in Port Ruby a couple years that's Cassandra from north of the border we try not to hold it against her uh, uh, this is Mark from the islands how's it going man um, gives a handshake in fact all these folks and there's just like loud music playing they're not from around here no one here is from around here. They just roll in and they all just jam, man. They just get it. They know the music. Doc, you might not be from around here. In fact, none of us are from around here, but we 
belong here. And tonight, I think we very specifically belong here. And I turn to just like a couple of the folks who are just like the band members uh, uh, that are on stage and go, hey, this is, uh, this is the doc I was telling you about. And they all kind of like, hey. You got space on the stage up there? Always. Uh, and I turn to the booth and I go, uh, hey, and uh, this is my friend Ula, as I was telling you about. Um, do you mind if they take a crack at the, uh, the light board over there? I think we can work something out. Curly? And, oh. and you see the lighting guy kind of. Thank you. Oh, wow. Oh, what, what is your name? How, how may we address you? We are Rulaz Galley. Um, we are the world's greatest detective, and we are honored to press all of these buttons. I'm Isaiah. Uh, you can consider me um, Light Jammer. Isaiah exist well and they're going to turn immediately and just like start that. assessing the lay of the land and uh, isaiah kind of kicks back and just kind of folds his hands behind his head to watch what you do and uh cadrax you get up on stage uh earlier today when I was encouraged toward uh, social interaction, I grabbed Benefer by the wrist and uh, pulled her with me. Into this, I will quite insistently pull Theon. And I follow. And as you get on the stage, the band sort of starts playing like a soft kind of Dave Brubeckish kind of do 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 I will sit at the piano and I will start to play along and I look to Cadrax and say, Yeah, uh if you want to play the fiddle, you're more than welcome. But um this place acoustically was built to really enhance one's uh What's the word I suppose I'm looking for? Voice. So please feel free to join in. Everyone belongs here. They're going to play the club. There are glasses here. There are bottles, each of their own notes. There is wood that is not a marimba, but it is its own sound. There are ashtrays. There are so many things that can resonate. So many things that can sing. So yes. Yeah. They'll play and, the and Yeah, and it's beautiful. Just all those glasses and rattling and chiming and with Vion's piano and the band playing. Vion? I'll cast duplication on myself as I continue to play piano and then a dupe of me steps off and holds a hand out to Benny and says, would you care to dance? I uh, absolutely would love to. And so I'll go dance with Vian. <laughs> Spotlight, it is in multiple colors. <laughs> the lighting on Hadrox is fabulous. Um, a disco ball shows up. Who knows if it was already here? Um, it's it's beautiful. There's a fog machine going, laser lights. Ugh, so much. Does it take a point of determination to instantiate near that light board a camera? 
Um, somewhere. Dog, dog park. <laughs> uh, I would say, um, no, you can have that. And uh, as Ulez plays the lights and Kadrax plays the bar and Vian and Benny dance the night away, we're going to pull back on that. And that's how you spend the rest of the night. And then at the end of the night, everybody heads back home, except Benny. Benny, you go stop by the Tanner Street Community Center uh, to sit in your pool for a while, your mm -hmm. drained pool. Yeah. In contrast uh, to last time, uh, other times we've seen her, I think she lays on the scorched tile for a long time. Just Benny, like no lava, no fire. Just in, like in the middle of this, the evidence of what she's capable of, but just, you know, flesh and bone. And I think she has to like hype herself up a little bit because she knows it stings and it doesn't feel good, but she is stubborn as a mule <laughs> and she is fiercely loyal. And this fire has been kept closely for years and years and years. And it may be sick right now, but she really, really, really wants to burn. For the first time in her life, she really wants to burn and she can't. And without it being scary again, but in a different way. And she finally, I think maybe after like 45 minutes of laying there, she sits up again. And she's gonna just all, just like ripping a bandit off full lava on in the middle of this and just let the obsidian crackle through and it hurts and it sucks. And I think she has to turn off a couple of times and back on, but she's just, she just needs to figure out where her limits are now and what she can do and how, how she can burn again. Yeah. And she spends and, a while here. Yeah. And you, you shift into lava and, and, and you feel the obsidian spread through your arms and your legs and crack and, and dissolve back into the lava. And, and, and then it rehardens and, and you just keep burning and, and, and the obsidian hardens and cracks and, and subsides and hardens and cracks. And you struggle with it back and forth for a while, but you keep at it and you keep working. And after a while, you watch your arm as it starts to harden into obsidian and you you are as stubborn as a mule and you pour everything you got into it as you force the obsidian back into lava starting to feel maybe a tiny bit of control and on that we are going to call this an episode. Um, thank you so much. Oh my God, this was great. Ah, oh my God, there's just too many, too many amazing moments in this episode, y'all. It's like I, I, I should just shut up for all these things. It's like you know, this was just the best. 
Um, and thank you everyone who stuck with us. And I see blew the top off of the, uh, the, the donations. Um, so uh, thank you so much for that. And, you know, as always, um, uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got just a couple left to go. Um, but uh, okay, we'll get real quick around the table. Tell the good people where they can find you for now. Um, be Zelda. Hey, all, I am not emotionally crushed. There was closure, probably. Yeah, totally. Um, you can find me on the internet as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, um, and no longer the community manager for D&D Adventures League. I am moving on to bigger and greater things, which I will probably talk about next week. All right. Something to look forward to. Uh, uh, Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder, and I really didn't think I was going to cry during that scene, so <laughs> um, You can find me on Twitter at KKAMAVR for all the things I'm doing. Stonehouses is back. We took a little bit of a break because I was in the woods for a week and a half, so I'm back now, and after I sleep for 24 hours, things will be happening again. Um, stuff, I think, Sam, I think got announced. I think, am I allowed to? It is announced we are allowed to talk about it, yes. Uh, so they wrote on Wolf had its thrilling conclusion very recently, and there is another one-on-one shot happening, or one-on-one game that is now a one-on-two game that I am being folded into as a little Jedi youngling with uh, Sam, my... <laughs> we are improving the odds against our GM, Eric yeah. Campbell, and after a fundraiser Star Wars game yeah. where uh, a... A uh, washout Jedi initiate ran off uh, with a Force-sensitive young girl. I got to do a casting. I'm very pleased with. So that is that is your very own uh, Benefer Beckett, and uh, you can catch that uh, if you are uh, subscribe to the Streampunks uh, Coffee, which gets you Discord access. So if you're at the Companion tier or higher for that whole thing. Uh, we work very hard at uh, Streampunks RPG at assimilating <laughs> as many nerds as we can successfully schedule. Um, and uh, we will not desist from that ever. Those are my things. I'm very excited. <laughs> Sam Glev. Well, then, I do some Streampunk stuff. But uh, I am Sam DeLev, and I have been your Caden Dialto surgeon, and your Cadrax, maybe ever singer, maybe not, but ever singing. And uh, when not doing so among these fine allies, you can find uh, the full schedule of my shenanigans, uh, including these fine people, again, as often as we can schedule. Uh, and that will be available on twitch.tv slash lovely D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, as well as all of my one-offs on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. See, even both of the screen names are puns and musical. Okay, get away from me. <laughs> and the, uh, Omar Najam. Who's it's hard to tell really where the line is. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to tell where the line the bleed is. is just, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter or in my preschool yearbook where I did say I wanted to grow up to be a bear. That is true. Um, I you would have made a great bear. There is no line. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much um i also i guess i want to uh, real quick uh miss marvel is out um there is it's some really quite, 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we were all worked very hard on it. Um, there are some very important historical um, uh, facts and experiences that are being discussed uh, in, in last week's episode and uh, next week's episode. So please check that out on Disney Plus. I, I don't have to. It's a Disney Plus show. And also, I'll just take this opportunity to say, uh, folks watching, thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, please take some time out of your very busy schedules to do something fun for yourself. Not something you'll show off to other people. Not something that will improve a skill per se. Uh, whatever is your giant stuffed sloth, please do that. Um, if you can do that. If you, don't, if you can't do it for yourself, please do it for us. Uh, we will very much appreciate it. Take time for yourself. Everything's very hard. So take time for yourself. And thank you again for watching the show. Find your sloth. And I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlay RPG. I will be back here next week with these four incredible people. And I hope you enjoyed uh, their day off because uh, now the, the, the day off is over and it's, it is time for things to get real as we roll into what is essentially our two-part series finale. Um, yeah, the penultimate episode of Power Play this time next week. Well, the, you know, the time slot next week. Um, and uh, yeah, and oh my God, I, I just, I, I am just too full of emotion to talk about it right now. I can't, I can't believe we're this close. Um, so yeah, uh, be here next week. You don't want to miss this. And uh, on that, the credits come to an end and the theater goes dark and we are in England in 1949. It is evening, and we are at Vorton Manor. A nine-year-old Reese Vorton walks slowly through the family library. Wide-eyed, he, he looks at the spines of archaic books of magic that line the shelves. And stopping in the middle of the row, he reaches out to pull a random book from a shelf when he hears his father's voice. Reese, what have I told you about touching my books? And Reese turns to see his father, Elias Vorton, uh, played by John Sim, coming up the row. And the boy says, don't touch your books without permission. And Elias says, and did you ask my permission? And Reese shakes his head and looks at the floor. And Elias says, I'm not trying to be mean, but there are powerful spells in these books. And if you do or say the wrong thing, you could hurt yourself release unspeakably evil things into the world. Even I don't understand all the magic books and artifacts we keep in here. It's very dangerous. And Reese says, sorry, father. And Elias puts his hand on his son's shoulder and says, one day all of this will be yours, but for now, please just... But before he can finish, a beam of blue light like a laser shoots down the row right past them through a window and into the night sky. It hangs in the air steadily, and Elias quickly walks toward wherever it's coming from, Reese following close behind. And when they reach the end of the row, they can see the beam is shooting out of a display case filled with strange artifacts and trinkets. And as they get closer, they see that one of the artifacts, a silver compass-shaped pendant, is floating inside the display, spinning in air, glowing with this blue light and shooting out this beam. And young Reese says, what is it doing, father? And Elias says, it's a compass. It's showing the way. And Reese looks up at his father and says, 
to what? And on that, we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Oh, hey, it's B Zelda. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your reviews help other fans find the show, and that really helps us out too. If you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, you can give us a follow on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. That way you can get some news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else that we do. 